I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We were at Steve Kim. Got trend in the cut. The coach JB. What up, what up, what up, man? The real coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to the conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to go. Smitty and JB. JB and Smitty from West Coast to your side. Worldwide, we in your city. Keeping one fitty. We never change what happening. Hurdle Lincoln. In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that store. You gotta be marketing. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark at 11 a.m.? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown, kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we kill the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB. What up, what up, what up? The Co Real Coach JB here, man, for the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. We are proud to announce we have a new ad sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports DFS platform in North America. We are one of the easiest and most exciting ways to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more. Then or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is a skill-based, real money, daily fantasy sports game. How does it work, you ask? You pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than their Price Picks projection, you will win. Players can choose from a vast selection of sports and stat types not offered anywhere else. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes college football. We're about to start up. Pro hockey, pro basketball, pro football. NFL season is here. Plus pro baseball, pro golf, men's college basketball, NCAA tournament, plus women's college basketball, soccer, women's pro basketball, esports, pro car racing, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, you name it, we got it. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Prize Picks does it all. And I just got to be honest, dog. I started doing prize picks and I won instantly. And that's why I am endorsing prize picks to the fullest right here on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Go to prizepicks.com backslash Coach JB and use Coach JB as the promo code for a first deposit match up to $100. So go to prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and use code Coach JB for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the best betting app online in North America. Go get it and do what Coach JB and Big Smitty does every day. We bet prize picks. Head on over there, prizepicks.com slash Coach JB and get you $100 match right now. Appreciate you. Peace.
What up, what up, what up, man? It's another day, another dollar. Pound that like. It is Work Boot Wednesday. Strap up your hard hats, strap up your work boots, pull up your big boy pants, strap in. And if you're a Raven fan, I hope you're in here. Flock, flock, motherfuckers. It's about to go down. And my main man, Big Smitty's joining us. Yeah. Work boot wins. Y'all even wear boots on the West Coast. Y'all wear Crocs and open toe sandals. I'm from the Midwest. We put on Tim's, JB. It's, we actually we wear, wear these boots. We wear real boots. Huh? Mud stompers. You know what I mean? We drag cats through the mud out here. Not no bullshit. But, you know, I appreciate that. We got a nice little Gremlin shirt on. You know, it's Christmas. I got some Aww. Christmas. It's Christmas shirts. You know what I'm saying? I like uh, that. Eddie, like don't, ever, don't ever say all like that again on this show. Sound very feminine. <laughs> That, that, that's the type of shirt you wore today. You wore a real little adorable uh, little little thing on your shirt, you know? You got a love show, man. One of my former players. Many people out there may not even know, but I did a lot to get this young man to Independence, Kansas, middle of nowhere, uh, Seattle's finest. Um, we're going to have Quentin Moore, Q, Big Q, tight end that cut the winning touchdown versus Oregon. He's going to join us live here in a little bit uh, in between practice, preparation, what they're doing uh, for their college football playoff matchup uh, versus Texas. So we're going to go do that. Um, yeah, apparently I went viral on Twitter again yesterday, Big Smitty, because another fan base is very interested in my services, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to get into that, though. Uh, God, it shocks me. But let's get into it, Big Smitty, before we get this party started. We got a lot going on, and uh, Mahomes ain't him, <laughs> as the True. thumbnail says. Big Smitty, we're going to dive into it, but I truly think he is good. I want to be clear. I think he's good. But nothing we haven't seen before, Big Smitty. We're going to dive into it. I truly think he's great in today's soft game, but not anything we haven't seen. We're going to dive into it, Big Smitty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't wait to dive into that, man. You just said it, but letting you guys know, there was an interview JB did at the crib the other day at home, and that's the reason that the Baltimore Ravens are his new favorite, favorite fan base, man. So I can't wait to dive into that and hear why they are upset, JB. I can't wait. <laughs> uh the Lakers make the final four in what? I have no fucking idea. But they're in the final four in the Las Vegas Invitational, the NBA in-season tournament by beating the Suns on a controversial late game uh, turnover. Or, time I mean, out. Time out. It should have been a turnover. Yeah. Uh, late game timeout by, of course, LeBron James calls it, and he gets it, and uh, Booker's pissed. Everybody's pissed. Frank Vogel's pissed. We're going to break that down as well, Big Smitty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was a good game that I was watching as well. But moving back to the football field, Joe Burrow, he's hurt, but he's on the sideline. Deshaun Watson, he's hurt. He's in a press box, chilling with his girl, season end of injury. Ah, it's a bad look, I think, right now. It's a bad look. People are talking about the leadership between both. Are you, is it a big deal? Is it no deal? We're going to dive into that and much more. Michael Parsons says Tua isn't special mm. and that he could throw Tyreek Hill the ball. What the fuck are we doing here, Big Smitty? I am fucking ready to dive into this one. I can't wait. 
That's one of my favorite topics, JB. I can't wait till we get to that one, man. Uh, speaking of throwing the ball, Aaron Rodgers is defending the, you call him the Mormon MILF hunter. I call him the Morphin MILF hunter and uh, rips the Jets front office for leaking some information. Looks like it's trouble in New York, JB. I don't know. Aaron is pissed now. What, what does that mean? Florida's very own DeSantis, who's running for president, rips the college football playoff and wants to sue over Florida State being snubbed in the college football playoff. Big Smitty, is it a political ploy to gain Florida's constituents or is it he a truly a fan? We're going to break that down. That's a good question, man. We're going to find out. Hey, y'all, the Cleveland Guardians, formerly known as the Cleveland Indians, won the MLB draft lottery despite, despite only having a 2% chance of getting the number one pick, JB. That's wild, man. Talk about playing the lotto. I feel like right now I need to go scratch off a ticket and just put some numbers in because if, if they won that, I got a chance to win some money. That's how I feel right Damn, now. the Cleveland Guardians, who the fuck are they? <laughs> I didn't even know that was her name. Uh, God damn. The uh, the Jaguars say that Trevor Lawrence has a high ankle sprain and will be slowly evaluated as the swelling goes down. We're going to – that's finally the official report. Who knows? We're going to dive into that one as well. Hopefully Mm. Big Matt joins us. We're going to talk about that and how fast he can return and how bad that puts the Jaguars in a hole. And Christian Kirk also, I know we didn't mention it, but he's also out four to six weeks, according to Dr. Jesse Moore. So bigger, bigger issue than we thought. Jaguars fans, I am so sorry, but Colts fans, we got a chance. Moving on, the Steelers and Mike Thomas says that holding T.J. Watt is like the hacker shack in basketball. They have basically, they got to slow, they got to hold him, J.B., to slow him down. Is he the best pass rusher in the NFL? As a former D lineman myself, he might be. Oh no, we're gonna dive into it and talk about it because he definitely had a conversation. What do they call that? The tape, the 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 what? The tape? The hold a what? The um? Yeah, the, the gigawatt. The jigger, the gigawatt, the lot of what? What rhymes with what? What not? Hold what a lot? What hold what a lot? They hold water a lot. There you go. I like that, Jay. You a smooth, you a cold That's killer why I right there. These shirts like this. That's why I got a lot of these shirts like this. Uh, you know, it is what it is. We're going to find out. Hold water a lot. Um, Big Smitty, another one bites the dust. We got to play that song one day. God damn. 24-year-old quarterback, Shao, leaves Texas Tech for Louisville. We're going to dive into that one as well. 24 years old, man. This motherfucker should be entering the job force. Like he, he, he should be working for our show right now as a producer. Anyway, man, Dave Roberts, the Dodgers manager, says that they met with Otani for three hours yesterday. I'm talking about one, two, three hours, man. And all things are leading towards Otani becoming a Dodger. I know if you're from L.A., J.B., what do you call the Dodgers? You call them the? The Doyers. The Doyers, so the L.A. Doyers fans, man, get ready. It only makes sense for J.B. It makes sense for old Tiny because, you know, we got Koreatown, Chinatown, all the Japanese markets. We got the Asian population is popping. We got whatever old Tiny needs. So I think he might be on the way, man. Big money. The first $600 million major sport athlete. We shall see. We're going to break that down. Uh, 
Florida, the state of Florida is truly becoming a real-life Grand Theft Auto video game. And we're going to dive into this shit, dog. It is wild in Florida. I can't wait to dive into the shit that I'm seeing. I'm like, damn, is that Grand Theft Auto around this motherfucker? I only played it years ago when it first came out. But Florida, the state of Florida, seems like it's Grand Theft Auto. We're going to break that down as well. Well, they got a brand new one coming out. Everybody's been waiting on it. Yeah, I see that. Those videos look like they took them straight from the real life Florida. Uh, but anyway, man, Riley Gaines. You see Riley Gaines, JB? Absolutely destroyed the Democrat uh, uh, representative Summer Lee. I don't know if you guys saw that online, man. It's, de- it's, it's debate season. They going in right now, man, arguing, debating. The, the, way, the way I be going at JB every single morning is how they go trying to go at each other right now. They can't do it the way I do it, but they're trying to do it. I don't get it, though. She's 23 years old, an ex-athlete. I mean, she's a SEC fucking legend at Kentucky. I don't understand why she's on all these political things. They're bringing her on because everyone's going hard at her. It's like, damn, I, this shit crazy. She she actually she gave it to her last night. I, I was I was impressed. I was happy. Um, disrespectful ass little boys. This little kid clowns Billy Napier at a high school. And uh, this is the kids, though, man. I can't wait to dive into it. I don't even want to get into it. I'm going to dive into it, though. Billy Napier, f- like or, or lover or liker or, 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 or supporter or hater or not. We got these punk-ass kids nowadays that just continue to do this. And you all think it's okay. We're going to break that down as well. Was that your nephew, JB? That kind of look like a little bit. I don't know if that's your nephew. <laughs> Anyways, man. Back to that football field, man. Travis Hunter, Colorado Buff, all Pac-12 first-team honors. I think he deserves it. Had a hell of a year individually. Had had some bad moments, of course, like we all do. But overall, man, hell of a player. Some people might not think he deserves. Some people think he does. Regardless, he won that thing. Shout out to Travis Hunter. But we're going to dive into that, though, a little bit more. Man, it's a lot going on in Colorado right now. Every single day is something else. Uh, some other news going on, so I can't wait to, to, to dive to that, JB. The college football playoff, like the Grinch stole Christmas, apparently stole Florida State's playoff bid. Breaking news release, and we're going to show a little bit of that later on, that the college football playoff, man, I got to, I got to, Smitty, I got to take this. <laughs> oh, take uh, your thing. Take it, boy. take it, take it. I got it, I got it. All right. Do your thing, Jerry. Do your thing, man. And then last but not least, man, Derek Carr. He says that Jalen Hurst should sit for Marcus Mariota until fully healthy. That we got a little video behind the scenes that we're gonna we're gonna pull up, man. And uh can't wait to talk about that. And of course, again, just for people who just now joined us, first of all, thank you for starting your morning off with us. We got big Matt McChesney coming on here soon. We got Quid Moore tight end from University of Washington who got the game winner against Oregon. He's joining us soon. I don't know what time, between practice, whatever time he can get in. Get in where you fit in, quitting more. We got some black people shit. Got a couple hell yeah, hell no's. We got a loaded show, man. JB's handling business right now. He's standing on business. B-I-D-N-E-S-S. Anytime you got to step away like that, that means this right here, y'all. That means the money on the way, y'all. Anytime you doing a live show and your phone go, and you got to be like, oh, 
Hey, Big Smith, I got to take this. I mean, that's money. <laughs> so, hey, y'all, T's and P's right now to, for the phone call. T's and P. Take a moment of silence right now with Big Smitty. We're going to do some T's and P's for JB and that phone call right now. Go. Hey, Amen. It's done. Whatever, whatever the wheel, whatever's supposed to happen will happen now. We done. I ain't going to talk about it no more. I'm done. Chat, talk to me right now, man. How y'all doing, man? What's going on? Let me talk to the chat because I ain't talked to y'all in a minute. We got we got a easy right here. Big Smitty he isn't even big. He's a bit goofy, if anything. Appreciate you, easy man. Hey, whether you love me, whether you hate me, you still watch it, man. Drop a super chat, easy, if you a real one. Uh, uh, we got D Jones here. I know we be going at it, but D Jones, one of the most loyal people in the chat, he's always here. We be, I be cussing him out sometimes. He be saying some crazy stuff about my coats. I can talk about his jacks, but it's all love, man. I see Kelly is in the building. Kelly under chandelier. She got chandeliers in the sky, and she's right there underneath the, the fucking chandelier right now. And that is her real picture, y'all, with the bubble gum. Shout out to Kelly. Who else we got? Talk to me. We got my man Brian Case. What's going on, Mr. Case? One of the most loyal fans, supporters, friends of the show. What's going on, man, gang? What else we got? What else we got? Um, yeah, D Jones, my guy TJ got a stalker out here, man. I kind of, I, I kind of been known about it, but I guess it just now went public. So crazy, crazy world. Anytime you put yourself out there in the limelight and you're a star in anything, man, especially with social media, there are real people that are that will lose their mind. You know what I'm saying? And like, really, really just get obsessed with you which is a crazy thing but um i guess that comes with fame unfortunately and um you know i, I i'm sure he's gonna get it handled i know he's been trying to handle it behind the scenes for for a while anyway so it just sucks man when you're getting random like weird threats and stuff like that too you know he has a beautiful family of course you know obviously married um kids all that so like to have some random woman be out here trying to like act like you know she's a part of the family and I think she even, I mean, the reports I saw was that he um, even got threatened kind of by her. The family got threatened. So I think that's probably where he draw he draws the line. I know TJ. He don't, he don't mess around about himself, but he damn sure don't mess around when it comes, uh, comes to his family. So uh, I know he's getting that situation handled, you know what I'm saying, for sure. So keep talking to me, chat, man. What's going on? Can we be real about my coach real quick, though? And I know y'all going to get mad. Take your goggles off. Take your goggles off. I get it, but, like, Look at my guy, AR5, man. Look at my guy, AR5, man. He going to be back soon, man. That was Aaron Donald. That was Aaron Donald. That was Aaron Donald. One of the greatest of all time, man. You know, he's a beast. You know what I mean? he. I look at Aaron Donald as, as a guy who, you know what I mean, I try to mimic my game after. Now, I couldn't do what he did at all. At all. But undersized, strong, you know what I'm saying, at, at quick feet. That's why I try to make my game after when I used to play the game. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but back to my coats. I got to admit, man, <clears throat> we are rolling right now. We are rolling right now, man. Like, you know, we really, I know Gardner Minshew was balling, and I love that he's keeping us, you know, as one of the hottest teams right now. But look at this. Look at our future quarterback, though, AR5. Look how he launched that thing. Look how he launched that thing, about to get set. Look how he avoids the sack. Stay balanced, side throw, touchdown. Come on now. This is all early in the year, just learning, still figuring it out. Look at that arm strength right there. He's getting hit, getting contact. He throws the ball deep, accurate, outside the numbers. And, of course, this right here, man. 
<clears throat> Can't wait to get that back, man. They something about that, that that athleticism that he has, that speed, that physicality that truly makes him special. And that's why I like, listen, I'm not dissing Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew. He's a hell of a backup quarterback, and he can be a starter in his league. We've seen him be a starter for the Jags, for, for a different team. For the uh, He didn't start for the Eagles, but it was moments where he had to start because Jalen was out. So we've seen him start before and be productive. Like Gardner Mitchell is a good quarterback. I think he's matured a lot. He's he's limiting the mistakes right now. I think Shane Steichen and, and him having that relationship in Philly allowed him to play comfortable, play free, and kind of put Garner in the position of, of, of ease to where he's just, you know, familiar and comfortable. And I and I like Gardner Mitchell. Like, don't get it twisted. It's, it's not a diss on Gardner Mitchell. I'm just saying I get pissed off when Garner gonna be starting next year. Like he's gonna be starting in the year after that. Like he's not like stop it, y'all. Stop it. Stop it. Garner is good, but he's not our future. And it feels like I'm attacking him and I'm taking a shot. It's not that. Like he knows that. Like Garner, he, he's he's even saying, hey, I'm gonna hold it down until until AR gets back. This is this is his team. When AR first went down, you can look it up. Garner said that this is his team. Like Garner's aware of the situation. So when people say that this this should be your future quarterback, he's your, it just it, it's false. It's not true. It's just not it's not a fact. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, he's holding it down right now. Look at this beautiful throw, beautiful throw. Alec Pierce beat double coverage. And um, regards who's a quarterback right now, I'm just excited to be a coach fan because I can't lie. Any of y'all who've been watching the show since you know since before I joined in the summer when we were making our you know division winners and. Super Bowl picks and all that. I actually had the Colts, I think, in like third place, you know, second to last place, because I just assume it's a rebuilding year. We're going to have a rookie quarterback starting. You know, JT was hurt at the time, and, and we didn't know when he was coming back. It was the whole contract situation. So it kind of felt like we were in a rebuild stage. But looking back now, it's like, nah, we're, we're right, right in the thick of things, right in the middle of the, of the pack. And now with Trevor Lawrence being hurt we have a chance now i'm not i know it's not gonna be easy because we're still i mean we gotta win we basically gotta win two and they gotta lose two for us to even take the lead you know what i mean and we're on a four game winning streak so um we're hot right now how to seem in the league but we know each week is 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 tough to win football games and i mean do i think we're, we're gonna go on a six or seven game winning streak i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say we're not because i didn't know we would even go on this winning streak but at the same time, I can't say with confidence that we're going to just go six, seven, eight game winning streak and, and, and win out. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. But like I said, I, I I am excited to just the fact that we have a chance. We're in the wild card right now, seventh seed. And this is a year, guys, where no matter what team you're a fan of, you got a chance. You're a Baltimore fan, you got a chance. You're a Dolphin fan, you got a chance. If you are a Jaguars fan, you know, I know Trevor's hurt right now, but he's not going to be out the rest of the year. You got a chance, you know, on the NFC side. If you're a Detroit Lions fan for the first time down there ever, you got a chance. And if, if listen, if there was ever a year that a random franchise was to, were to win a Super Bowl, this would be the year. You know what I'm saying? The reason why I say that is there's no more Tom Brady, of course. Uh, there's, you know, a guy who damn near lives at the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, the guy who, who we kind of, gave the crown to and said he was the next Brady and he's going to beat his Super Bowl record. Da, 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 da. Chief, the Chiefs and Mahomes don't look so hot 
And I know what's you, you know, you can say it's the middle of the season. We say this every single year, and then they get high and they get going. You're right, they might get going the the the, the downside, the bottom half of, of the season. But like it's kind of late right now, y'all. And they still ain't looking right. And they ain't looked right since game one when the Lions beat them. They don't Mahomes don't have great help at the receiver position. Guys is dropping everything. Um even Mahomes sometimes and the timing between him and his receivers are just off where he throws the ball too soon or too late or he assumes the receivers going going you know think the same as him and and, and make this move and they, they make the other move it just seems like everything is out of touch and out of sync and I don't know what it is but it just seems like it might not be something that can get fixed this season because it's so damn late it's what we're going into week 14 guys so it's not like it's early in the year so I don't know, man. Like, you know, we say Mahomes ain't him, but it's, I mean, we're not trying to talk crazy. It just looks like he he might not be him, but we're going to dive into that, man. JB, how you doing, man? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yes, sir, man. I was talking to the people, man. I, I took a moment of silence during the show for about five, 10 seconds. Had everybody give you T's and P's. I said, anytime somebody got to take a call like that and cut out, it usually means this. Um, or it could be something else. But regardless, I said tease the P for JB real, real quick, and we're going to come right back. So the chat, they all did it with us, and uh, we rocking and rolling, man. You wasn't hyping up the Colts or anything, right? No, nah, I ain't even bring up the Colts at all the entire time. Not, not the entire time. I wouldn't. Even, why would I even bring the Colts up? <laughs> We're a second seed in the AFC South. We're barely in the playoffs right now. I mean, we won four games in a row, but that doesn't mean anything to anybody. Uh, we're a seven seed right now. The Texans are right behind us on our tail. The Jags have a, have a comfortable lead, so I wouldn't bring the Colts up at all. Mm, okay, um, where we at, man? You still have Mahomes? Uh, you know, we, we we off Mahomes. Mahomes is it, it is what it is. He's mid. Uh, here's the I thing. Didn't I didn't dive into him all the way, so it's up to you. You know, I I, I just kind of like it was kind of the perfect time and how you came on right when I even brought him up. Like damn, there was like a Magic Johnson assist I just did. He he he. How I threw you the ball like that. It was smooth. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. Um, they say, because I, I was getting text messages from people in the chat. Like, this is a, this is a cult show now. And I'm like, what? Nah, so, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. Nah. That's a lie. Uh, That's a lie. They lie. They playing jokes with you, Jay. They lie. Man, something me. going on today. I'm getting blown. Oh, my God. This is going crazy. Um, Work boot Wednesday. That was my good friend, my best friend in the whole world. Um, on the phone. And uh, he took a job. Closer to home, you know, San Diego. What you saying? What you saying? It just it's crazy, it's wild stuff. So let me ask you something. Should Colorado going crazy? But we're gonna dive into that later as much Please. as I can say. As much as I can say. Whoo. Um here's the thing about Mahomes, real quick, before we get you the quote of the day, and contrary to belief on this work boot Wednesday. Um, let me ask you something. I think, I think Mahomes is the elite in this day and age. Mm. I do. Um, I do. No way, Chance. You really did that? Yeah, that's what he said. I just read that. AQMS helped me move my stepmom's stuff out when my daddy cheated again. You lie. You full of shit. Um, we better use my promo code. And you know, grown men don't say daddy. So stop. Uh, <laughs> girls call me daddy though. You know what's crazy though, real quick, like how we make up certain rules where 
like now the word daddy is sex sexualized. Like it's like now, like if I I can't call my father daddy. Or yeah. like, but but you can say dad though, or pop. You, like, you, you shouldn't say you shouldn't call your daddy daddy when you're thirty though. I feel no, I feel you. Like it sounds, it just sounds weird. It sounds weird, but the reason why it sounds weird pops. is because I always call my dad pops. I that's what I call my, that's what I, that's what I do now. I call him pops. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying the reason why it sounds weird now is because we have made that like a sexual thing. Like oh, she called me daddy. She called me zaddy. She called me. That's why it's, that's why it sounds bad. If that was if that wasn't a thing, I don't think daddy would be a big deal. It just sounds weird now because we made it that is what I'm saying. It's crazy. Yeah, we, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I mean, you call you call your girl mommy. No, nah, I don't. But I know I I know in Hispanic culture they, they, they you know they, they might do that little mommy mama see they don't do that. Yeah, but mommy like, mama. I yeah. I call women mama. Yeah, you still say mama. Hey mama, you know what I mean? Well, so it's cool to say mama, we can't say daddy. I'm talking about randoms, <laughs> mama. What up, mama? Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, here's the thing about Mahomes before we get to the quote of the day. Uh, I think he's elite for today's generation. The way you can't hit the quarterback, blah blah blah. His arm strength, his arm talent, his release platform releases, all that shit. He's elite. But it's not something I haven't seen. That's just what I want to be clear with all the Chiefs Queendom fans. I'm not bashing him. I've never talked bad about him. I've never said anything about his character. Oh, okay. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I don't think is what he is. He's my opinion. But y'all can have your opinion about me. It's okay. But I, when I have an opinion, I go viral. Fucking <laughs> crazy. Here's the thing about it. I think the truth of this thing, Smitty, we're going to break this whole thing. We're going to stop this whole nonsense today. Right. He is elite in the public eye. He's not elite on film. Mm. And Smitty, the eye in the sky don't lie. I'm just saying, people think in the public forums, in the public eye, he is the greatest thing they've ever seen. Because they don't watch film. They don't break down film. They see the fantasy score, fantasy points, and the Chiefs won two Super Bowls. They don't know anything other than when I break it down, and he and he's very below average in Super Bowl performances, which I can break down the game and say, well, he threw a corner route to Kelsey. That was a decent ball. It was actually late. He had to turn around, but he threw a touchdown. He threw for 180 yards last year. He's got shellacked in a Super Bowl by the Bucks with a loaded roster, and then he and then he was very mid until the very very end against the 49ers. He's been outperformed by every quarterback that he's played in the Super Bowl. Mm. Has he not? Has he not been outperformed by the opposing quarterback in each Super Bowl he's been in? How are you the GOAT? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's all but I'm saying. In all fairness, though, the, er the early Super Bowls of Tom Brady – Work wasn't all like beautiful and magical. Like we can go look up his numbers too, man. Like the defense, as you've even alluded to, when, when we're having the whole Belichick Brady argument, a couple of those early Super Bowls, Brady wasn't out there just lighting the world on fire. Nah, it was low scoring games. The defense did their thing and they moved on. Like even even when his later Super Bowls, like, when they beat the Rams, um, when he was on the Patriots, his last his last ring with the Patriots, like. They office didn't look that he made one big time throw to Gronk that got him down the field and that and ended up selling the deal. But 
it's been multiple Super Bowls where the guy who we deem as the GOAT did not really, if you really brass tax this thing and break it down, look at the numbers, watch the tape. It wasn't like Brady was just fucking balling out of control every Super Bowl. No, but they found ways to win, and that's why we give them the crown. So if we use that formula for Brady, we got to keep that formula for everybody else. So at the end of the day, I don't love – I mean, Mahomes, I'm not – you know, I don't even rock with the Chiefs, the Chiefs kingdom. Then they fans is fucking crazy. They're Fairweather fans. They're, they, they, they were quiet for all my life, and now they want to be the loudest fan base in the NFL. So I don't rock with the fans, but – we got to give Mahomes his, I mean, his his props only because he's winning. That's why. And in that, and that's how we define greatness at the quarterback position. That's how we that's how we define who's the GOAT in almost anything. We say Jordan's the GOAT in basketball because he got six rings. He's never lost in the NBA finals. LeBron only got four. He's lost, you know, what, nine, ten times, whatever. That's the reason. So, like, we, we got to be consistent in that lane. I'm with you, though, on the whole, if you really break the shit down and timing and footwork like all the actual quarterback shit i'm with you but at the end of the day if you're winning all that kind of goes out the window in my opinion like winning cures all yeah um but he's been one of the worst quarterbacks in super bowl history um super bowl winning quarterbacks he's one of the worst ever so i'm just saying um that's facts i mean just look at the stats look at the stats compare them to the greatest quarterbacks that have won super bowls and he is one of the worst performing Super Bowl winning quarterbacks of all time. It's an oxymoron, right? Super Bowl winning quarterback. Again, a lot goes into winning. We all know there's 22 guys out there. A Tony punt return last year. A horrible P.I. call. And 181 yards later, they win a Super Bowl. A Jacksonville mistake. And a Chad Henney 99-yard drive. Later. Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Let's just be real. Let's break down all the shit because you love to break down all the shit against him. Let's go against, let's go with him. Let's talk about why he made it there and how he's done it when y'all are so quick to say, well, he does the left hand jump pass and a shovel through. Like, you're so quick to give him all these praises. Let's, let's just break it down and pump our brakes on the real shit, too. And you guys just can't handle the truth. It's crazy. Um, Let's get to quote of the day, Big Spinny. We haven't even started the quote of the day yet. We haven't even started the show. This show is brought to you by AQMS. Make sure you head on over to AQMS, Affordable Moving, 1-888-233-3110, and tell them that Coach AB sent you. All you guys need to move furniture, cars, houses, whatever you need to do. Hit them up. Tell them JB sent you. 1-888-233-3110, the best moving company in the world. Um Quote of the day, Big Smitty. We got to get you started. Brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. The tragedy of life is not death, Big Smitty, but what we let die inside of us while we live. Mm. Damn. The tragedy of life is not death, but what we let die inside of us while we live. Damn, you starting to show you starting to show crazy right now. That's, a, that's yeah. A, you let a lot. We let a lot of shit die in us, dog. That we don't get to like let out, like live. Dog, live life, homie. This you only here once that I know of. I'm just gonna keep it real. Contrary to belief, brought to you by Prize Picks. Head on over there. The enemy is fear, Big Smitty. We think it is hate, but it is fear. Contrary to belief, the enemy mm. ain't haters. They're fearing me. 
They fear you. They fear the show. The Coach AB Show with Big Smitty, they fear it because they fear that it's going to be the best thing on planet Earth. Mm. They don't. It's not hate. Love your haters. They're our biggest fans. Come the on now. Fear, the if fear you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. The fear is what they don't. They, they fear us. They fear you. When they talk about you, they fear you. Don't let them think they're hating. They fear you. Poll question, Big Smitty. Who will win the Heisman? Who will win the Heisman? Drop your chat below. And if whoever gets it right, we're going to give away, because there's going to be a lot of you guys that get it right, I'm sure. We're going to give away the first five that email the coachabshow at gmail.com a free hoodie. So the first five that win the Heisman, if you get if you get Jaden Daniels and you email us and you're in the first five emails that get it correctly, you will win a free hoodie. So make sure you email us, thecoachabshow at gmail.com. And if you're in the first five, so basically let's just say 100 people email and the first five get it right, you'll get it. If the first one gets it right and the 32nd guy is the second guy that gets it right, You'll get right. it. You understand what I'm saying? That's not yeah. hard. I'm just trying to be clear how we're going to play this thing. JB, JB out here coaching right now. Do you guys understand Man, me? Clap exactly. once if you can hear me. <laughs> Latrell Flowers said it should be Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter is a bust. <laughs> see, see that, that's why we be on the same page, and then you say shit like that. Hey, Travis Hunter, he's good. I think he's a corner. He needs to go play corner only. Like that's just what he is. He's a he's an elite corner. I think he's big time. I think he has ball skills that no one else has. Like not ball yeah. skills. I think he has a feel for the game that no one else has at that position. I think he's legit at that position. I think he needs to transfer over there and play only that position. We know he's an elite athlete and freak. I I think he's wasting his time at wide out. I I don't think even though we know he's great, I don't think he has a future in NFL. He needs to focus on playing that secondary because he's a different difference maker on defense i'm just telling you yeah offense, i agree there's a million of those guys on offense defense him him to play the flat and then fucking drop into the corner and pick it or play the corner and drive on the anticipation of a throw now he'll get beaten in the nfl because the arm strength's so much better yeah he, he does that to josh allen he's getting fucking hitting the hole for a touchdown but he'll learn that because he has that uh innate yeah. ability to read that and 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 has that feel like like Dion like he he has those greatness uh, he has that greatness quality but he needs to play defense in my opinion so um that's just what it is um we got a lot going on here and let's get into the second thing here man I got a new fan base big smitty and I'm just telling uh -huh. you the real I got a new fan base and what this happened, is, what happened? This is a podcast guy, and and then then his partner hit me up too, trying to say, "Oh, my partner was an asshole. I apologize." And I'm like, "Do I look like Boo Boo the Fool? Shut the fuck up, you bitch ass motherfuckers." So, um, I basically said, "I don't know if you could read it." Yeah, what I can read it right here. So he said, "You're cordially invited to join myself and my co-host on the Zone Thirty Two podcast tomorrow night. If you want a shot at making a coherent argument for your atrocious Lamar takes." You responded, laughing, laughing face emoji. You are a fucking nobody. How about you come on a real show with the following anytime? Hop on mine. You have a fanboy view. You fanboys are the worst. Why do I have Patrick Queen on my show and Bernard Parler, you dumb fuck? Why aren't they this mad? You pussies are unbelievable. JB's the one guy who like literally texts and like types the same way he talks. Like, whatever comes to his mind, it goes straight to the phone. 
Usually when you text, you kind of like clean up a little bit. You switch it around. Like you, like I read that. That was that was you. Like that's what you thought in that moment, and you put it out there. That's how I book guests, by the way. And <laughs> hey, you motherfuckers want to come on this show? Any of you bitch made motherfuckers want to come on the Coach JB show? Holla! <laughs> you sound like Shug. <laughs> and if Michael Jordan and said, "Hey, homie, what's cracking? You can come on, motherfucker, or not." <laughs> Make a choice, motherfucker. <laughs> Life's about choices, homie. You coming on this motherfucker or not? Shit. Uh, Brad Sachs. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Big Smitty, here's the thing. I can't believe. So this morning, I'm bombarded with DMs, and they're putting it out on, on Twitter. Mm. The Hitler thing and Netflix is I got fired for, for uh, all this crazy shit. They're finding all this on Google and putting it out there. Charged with eight felony. Dog, put the put the truth of it out there, though. Don't just make up shit that was allegedly happening to me. Everything's on YouTube. Put out the truth. See that? When you know a person comes after you personally, they are mad at you. Mm-hmm. They're absolute bottom feeders. Like, what does any of that have to do with, with my Lamar Jackson takes, me? Literally, seriously. So, like, can we just pull up everybody's dirt that makes it opinionate have his opinionated take I, i'm just curious these motherfuckers are really trying to come after me personally like they bring up my daughter homie and this shit is unbelievable bro it's football homie and you guys are nobodies like seriously bro, you're nobody twitter is the worst place in the world man like we we have to use it for social for like uh, having a show and promotion uh, instagram same way bro it's the same on instagram yeah, but it, I, I, so all that shit's negative. But I think Twitter's the worst only because the the way the way that it works, like Twitter is meant for like you know thoughts and shit. So it's a lot of typing, it's a lot of Instagram. Yeah, people might be in your comments, but you got more control, I think, over how that shit works. Instagram is meant for content, videos, pictures, things like that. If you, you want to turn your comments off, you can do that, and it's a wrap. You ain't gonna see shit. But Twitter. It's just everybody's just typing whatever they want to put out there and it's just going viral and it's just moving. And it's, it's like everybody feels like they're a fucking journalist now. And they go on Twitter. As soon as they don't like something you said or, or did, it's a guess what they believe in. They're going to find any and everything to try to put your quote unquote dirt out there. And it's like, bro, we talking about football right now. You bringing up shit about my fucking daughter. Like, what did you? That would make I'm sense. just saying, bro. It's. It is. It actually is embarrassing. That's why I said I got. I got really. I'm second. I got secondhand embarrassment for you guys because you don't know anything about the game, uh, quarterback position, football in general. You're a bunch of fanboys. I had a great, a, a lady, a woman. Um, she hit me up and and on. She's hit me up and then she said fanboys and I go. I think she. I, I could sense the text out the tweet. I was like, okay, I think she's just being cool and i go do you mean i said i i think i put okay girls and then she followed me so i dm'd her i dm'd her okay and i go hey i appreciate the the honest back and forth without attacking us and me and she goes yeah fans are crazy blah 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 blah. she goes and she puts laughing face like i love it actually you know so she was cool like older white lady i was like i was like hey this is what it should be. Not fucking right. your daughter, you got fired. <laughs> like, what the hell? Lady going crazy. It, it, it's crazy though that they, they, they can't handle the fucking truth. And it's like, it's just the truth, homie. It's not, it's my opinion, professional one. And 
you don't have one because you're a nobody. Unfortunately, you're nobody. You're somebody. I mean, somebody. I mean, somebody should have nutted you out, but you're somebody. But you know, it's only because right. your delivery, JB. I think that it when is. you when you make an opinion or a take, like I I know you I know you well enough now to where I can like read something and I know what you're what you what you mean behind it. Even like I, I can I can move all the. The the pussy, the motherfucker, the pussy. I can remove all that and understand the actual core of what you mean, but a lot of people can't. So when they see you, these these bitch made motherfucker, these motherfuckers are soft as fucking chicken shit. They can't do nothing. They all that stuff, people can't get through, and they just read that and it makes them emotional. Say so like, oh, this motherfucker's just talking shit, so I'm gonna talk shit back. So now it's just like yeah. a tit for tat thing where they're, yeah, where they're yeah. just trying to attack you. If no, you, you, said, if you called, deliver differently, they won't be able to do it. It's called barbershop banter. And these motherfuckers right. have never been in a barbershop. And they've never been in a hood barbershop. And they can't understand that this right. is how motherfuckers talk when we disagree. And it becomes either A, we talk shit and clown each other. Right. Might be mama jokes involved. It, whatever it may be. But damn, dog. Like. That's how it is. That's how it is. People get their thumbs. They like. They call them fanatics. These these fanatics. They go crazy when it comes to their teams and stuff. Like me, I've always been a big fan of the coach, but I wouldn't call myself a fanatic. I'm not like I'm about to lose my shit because you said something about the about the coach. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it, it, it wouldn't even. I wouldn't even go. I can't fathom going through googling a motherfucker to put up his information or what has he been through. By the way, you're just pulling up my resume. You're pulling up shit that I've had. As like, you're pulling up shit I've had throughout my career. Like, that's that means I've lived a life that's you can't live and never lived. And you're jealous ones envy. You're jealous. <laughs> right. It's wild, man. Hey, it's Jacob. Wild. Jacob. You met the one now, the current one they just hired? My old assistant, you mean? He said he met you. He said you're as real as they come. He said he met you. He didn't. Ain't that what he's saying? He said I met I Coach JB in Garden City. He's oh, as real that. as they come. I thought he said he met the Garden City coach. No, no, no. He said he met you. He said he said you a real one. Oh, uh, I, I, um, I, I got you, Jacob. Back in 14. Damn. Long time ago. Ooh. That was 14. Ago. God damn. Ten, nine years ago already. What was uh, I doing? I was I was in I was balling out in Ball State, <laughs> making plays. <laughs> uh, I go to the barbershop all the time. I go to the barbershop all the time. You know, yeah, I can't I read it. Um, yeah, I know Tom Minnick. I don't fuck with Tom Minnick. Tom Minnick does. He's he's another shady cat. So let's break down um, this fan base real quick. I know we're moving on to the next thing, but basically, I did an interview at home. And, and 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 they posted all these things in clips and they've gotten kind of viral and blown up and shout out to Mo Hassan who came on the show. He it's he's it's his show. And uh he had some viral moments on there with me with Lamar, you know, Deion Sanders, different shit. And it is what it is. I just tell the truth and do who I am and did what I did, and the Ravens fans got a hold of it and motherfucking went viral. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how I work. I've been seeing that clip everywhere. People then reposted it and everything. So, hey, whether you love or hate, they watching. I said that earlier when you were on the phone. Somebody was talking shit towards me. 
I said, hey, I appreciate it because you're watching. At the end of the day, I don't care. I, it really don't bother me. Like the, the opinions of the opinions of people who I don't know, respectfully, just don't bother me. Now, if you somebody who I actually value and care about, you know what I'm saying? If I if my fucking my my homie who's like my my best friend, my brother had a, a certain opinion about me, I'm gonna listen to that because like, well, maybe, maybe you got a point because you know me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. If my mom said something to, about me, or like, maybe you got a point. You know me, but if if a random if a random motherfucker just going at you on Twitter, it's like, all right, okay, yeah. you don't know. Uh, Big Spade, let's get out to the next thing. The Ravens fans flock, flock. Do what you do. Um, I'm sure I've taken on one fan base, the Queendom. I'll come up with what I call you guys. Maybe the Crows. Maybe you guys are the Crows. I don't know what I, I do support guys. the Ravens, though, man. I think they are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. I will say that. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be good. I, I like it. I like. I got big shoulders. I like it. I want to go against you, them, everybody. Fuck it. Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, we might have to do a whole thing. Like Now I'm pro NFC winning this motherfucker. Mm. NFC mm. got to win now. Fuck the AFC. All you fan base fucking softies are after me. Fuck them. But you don't uh, like the Cowboys either. So I mean, well, fuck. Yeah, I don't like Cowboys. Um, <laughs> I don't like Eddie Manyweather. That's why. The <laughs> Lakers make the Final Four in Vegas for the NBA in-season tournament by beating the Suns in a controversial timeout. LeBron James calls it should have been a turnover to the Suns. Instead, LeBron gets the opportunity to call a timeout. Mm. And uh, I saw it live. I don't know if you saw it. What what you thought? Booker came out later and said something. You know what I've been doing. I know what you're trying to do. Um, the whole world seen it. I just got off social media and other players around the league seen it. So um, it is what it is. You know, refs miss calls sometimes, but you know when they're a bit that obvious, you know it, it's tough. And obviously, with you and Kevin both having five fouls, you guys were taking a. But it was desperation that you do whatever you can. What was the explanation that you heard from the reps? The I pipe? didn't get one. Okay. There was some question from. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be pissed too if I'm a fan. If I'm a Suns fan, you know, I always say this though: like, you can't really blame a game on one moment, one call, things like that. Uh, shout out to Eric with the wrench. These games have been fun to watch. Um, I'll dive in that in a second, but. The, the actual moment, it was a missed call. You know, the referee who called it, he was kind of opposite side of the court from the play. So he only saw, like, his own pers- like point of view. And with so many players in front of him that I don't think he could visually see that the ball was loose. So when LeBron kind of turned in front of him and called timeout, he's like, all right, bet, timeout. Like, he didn't really see that the ball was loose. Uh, you would think the referee on the other side, though, would be like, hey, like, it would be some some sort of – as much as, as much as they review every single play and call and – and we'll waste five minutes of, of an NFL game or NBA game to check up for other shit. You would think they would have the ability to check that out as well, but I guess you couldn't challenge that moment and um, the game was over. So, you know, but hey, shout, shout out to the Lakers. One, you know, they're going to Vegas. I think they play tomorrow, I believe, against the Pelicans. And if they win that, they'll be in a championship. So uh, I'm glad Eric with the wrench brought that com- uh, said that comment, though, because we've argued about this in season tournament. We don't know. What are the rules? What does it mean? What is what happens? The main thing that it does is it generates competition. And that's why I was like, I love it because one thing that we always say about NBA is uh, it don't really matter to the playoffs. These guys don't really play hard every single game. These guys, it's A2 games. They don't really blah, 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 blah. Okay. So let's do something in the middle of the season that could generate more competition. And I've been watching it, man. 
these guys are actually playing hard. You know, I think the winner, the winning team, each player is like five hundred thousand dollars. That ain't no baby money. Like, I don't give a fuck if you a, a LeBron, you a billionaire, if you the last player on the bench. Five hundred stacks is five hundred stacks. So I think it's been a huge success. I don't know what the ratings are because I know NFL season is always going to take you know kind of trump over NBA during these times. But from a visual standpoint, these guys are diving on the floor, are fouling hard. They're like they're really into it, JB. Yeah, um, I don't know. I Listen, that's the only game I've seen all year, basketball. The only reason I did, I was in the lounge. I was doing some shit all day. I went in there that last night. And finally, finally, a local team was on local TV. It was on TNT. TNT, yeah. We don't get the Laker games here. We don't get USC. We don't get UCLA. In LA, we don't get those things. We only get Clippers. So... It's it's unbelievable, right? So I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm not going out of my way to watch a Laker game. Sorry, uh, not especially. I'm not a LeBron guy. I would if it was Kobe, but I'm not going to watch. Plus, the NBA is just hard to watch for me right now. So I'm like, ah, I'm not going to watch. So it's on TNT. I like listening to Charles Barkley and Shaq and them go at it. So I like fuck it. So I'm smoking a stick, watching that, and I got to see it unfold. And that's the only game I've seen. I have no clue. I saw them that said that they're the one seed. What the fuck is that? Let's break down that. They're the one seed. They've been winning in this thing. Don't ask me the rules. I, I don't know how to see the Lakers have been winning in this thing. I guess they're the one seed. Well, yeah, no, they. De- I know they definitely been rolling when it comes to, to to the tournament. I don't know if they like if they lost one and that's it. But I know they've been yeah one of the better teams, and that's why they're going to fucking Vegas. If they win this next game tomorrow, they're in the championship. You know what I mean? So like that's what it is. Um, so I think it's Lakers and Pelicans, and then you got on the other side, it's the Bucks, Pacers, and who is it? The Bucks and is it the Knicks? Pacers. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, Bucks and Pacers. Thank you, Bucks and Pacers, Bucks and Pacers. So yeah, you can't hear me. Am I thing low? No, I, I, I can hear you now. Oh damn, it's crazy. I, can hear you. Uh, I, can hear you. I said the Pacers twelve times. <laughs> it's probably because I was talking. I think when one of us is talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, figure that out. I gotta figure that out. I don't like that. We gotta be in person. That's the only way we figure that so out. We kill each other off. Like it's fucked up. Uh we gotta we got be in person. We don't prep, y'all. We just do the show straight up live. You know, we just do it. I don't talk to many ever. Um, we don't talk at all. Um racist, don't like each other. Like we, we hey, just do the show and we leave, and that's it. Blatantly racist against each other. It's fucking that's why I ain't been over his house in like in a while. Like we don't really fuck each other no more, you know what I mean. So Joe Burrow <laughs> and Deshaun Watson are both injured, high-profile quarterback, Smitty. I got to ask you, Burrow's on the sideline in a sling talking to Browning, and they win. They beat Jacksonville. Is any of this correlation, direct correlation, with one of the best in the league helping out a young Browning, University of Washington, by the way, alum? who's been in the league of three or four years, but is he, is there any correlation to them winning with the guy down there hurt with using his left hand to be on the, 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 the surface pro helping the quarterback out watching film and Deshaun Watson's up in the booth glasses, just being cool as a fan. I got my money and you lost by the way, Cleveland lost. Their rookie quarterbacks playing struggled down there on the field. You know, maybe he could have helped them. Maybe Deshaun could have helped them. Is this 
You play into this at all? So it's kind of two sides for me. So I, I think Deshaun should be on the sideline, be with the teammates, because you still are a you still part of the team. Like when I was hurt my entire senior year, I was still on the sideline. I was still a captain on that team. I, I used to still jog out there, fucking pregame. Well, not well, I would walk out there pregame with the other captains and fucking flip the coin. Even my whole senior year, I missed the whole year. But I was out there. I was a part of the team. You know what I'm saying? As much as I could be. You know, now I didn't want to overstep because I, I do understand too that sometimes those guys can be distractions when like you know you, you're injured and obviously you're going through your own mental battles and you want to be out there so you got to feel like you got to do something to be a part and sometimes you could be doing too much you know what i'm saying so but i think deshaun should should be down there just from even if it's just from an optic standpoint it just looks bad when you know you're chilling you know in the fucking suite or whatever kind of separating yourself from the team it comes off as selfish um especially at the quarterback position when you know the quarterbacks have different set of rules and different set of responsibilities and different just you know um whatever that we kind of put on on you guys so optically i think it looks bad do i think it would truly change how like dtr or whoever is playing at the quarterback position honestly i don't we've seen aaron Rodgers be on the sideline all year long and zach wilson has looked the way he's looked and that's aaron Rodgers. that's hall of famer you know you, you even came out here and, and you voiced your opinion of how upset you've been about him having him having you know the damn earpiece in with the with the talk back it's like why the hell you players play and coaches coach you know what i'm saying like that was an example of you probably thinking a player doing too much on the sideline so i don't know optically be there but do i really believe like burrow was out there and just had brown and just balling out nah i think brown was gonna do that regardless good take though i and i respect it because i've said i hate the player with the headphone on right yeah, you said that. Well, with the talk back. Yeah. That's a complete different thing because this is what I told him I wanted Aaron Rodgers to do. Sit back there. Burrow, by the way, is back there talking to him without a headphone. He just showing film, watching film. That's what I like Aaron Rodgers to do. Dak Prescott. These guys on the mic talking as a coach is what I don't agree with. Be with the quarterback. And I've said it on this show when I went hard on the Aaron Rodgers deal. Why aren't you just back there with the quarterback talking to the Mormon MILF hunter? Why are you on the mic as a coach on the sideline like you're in the game plan involvement when you're back in L.A. rehabbing all week and then you get back there for the game and act like everything's all good? No. I know you're Aaron Rodgers. I know you're smart as hell. I know you get the game. I understand all that. It still has a total – there's a total difference between a game plan for five days – and showing up and understanding that there's a hitch in a corner involved and you understand the read key. We get it. We, I know you know the read, but you don't understand the involvement that went into the game plan with the quarterback that is now in the game. Go talk to him. Get him right. You weren't here all week, dog, even though you're Aaron Rodgers. Same thing goes there. Burrow's there all week, I would assume, because there's no more rehab. It's all he'll, he'll now. It's healing up until rehab. He's there with Browning, getting Browning right, doing the thing. Love it. I love it. Deshaun Watson couldn't look more disinterested. Uh, I, I just think it's a fucking joke. I think it's the worst fucking signing in the history, and I think this is exactly why the young kids in the world are transferring every goddamn day because of these type of motherfuckers. I wish they looked more at Burrow. And it, it is what it is. You can call it what it is, but the truth of the matter is, Deshaun Watson has power to change some stuff, and he don't, and he's not, and uh, it is what it is. 
Michael Parsons, Big Smitty's in the news once again. He says that Tua isn't special, and he could throw Tyreek Hill the ball himself. This is all you. I, I gotta truly go. believe I could be Tyreek Hill's quarterback. Yeah. I could throw it up to Tyreek Hill. I could throw a screen pass to Debo. <laughs> Listen, oh, man, Mike is being sarcastic. He's being sarcastic, JB. Um, but I, I, understand, I do understand what he's trying to say. Like, the, the type of offense, which, again, you've even talked about this with Mahomes a lot. The offensive schemes that the Niners, you know, uh, less of the Dolphins, but a little bit of the Dolphins, they make it real simple for the quarterbacks. It's like first read, throw a quick screen, throw a quick slant, throw a quick, you know, in route, and let your superstar talent do the rest. We saw Brock Purdy, half of his passing yards was Debo Samuel taking a two-yard catch and running for 40, running for 60. Um Tyreek Hill. Now, I will say with Tyreek, Tua does throw that ball downfield. That's why I think with Tyreek, uh, Tyreek and Tua, I don't know if it's, if it's the best example there because Tua actually throws the ball down the field accurate on time. Yeah, they're, they're completely different offenses. Yeah, completely that's why I think I think that was the poor example. For Purdy, I would feel him. I would feel him. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, again, he's being sarcastic. Micah can't play quarterback at all. He can't even throw the fucking hitch in the screens. Of course not. We know that. I don't want to dis disrespect the quarterback position to that level. But I think his overall main point was that these the talent that some of these teams have at the receiver position is so great that it makes the job of the quarterback a thousand times easier. You know what I'm saying? Like Tyreek is so damn open at times where it's like, fuck, just 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 throw it in, in my vicinity and I'm, I'm and I'm, I'll catch it. You know what I'm saying? So that's his bigger point. But I think he obviously went a little too far saying that basically that he could do it or anybody could do it. Yeah, um, he just he's just talking. Like he's just talking. Here's the thing I gotta say. Like this is why, and I and I had I was gonna start the show off with a daily rant, and I, and I we might as well do it now. Mm. Not all people need to have a podcast. They don't need to have a podcast during a, during the season that play the people, especially during the season. Michael Parsons, the latest to say some dumb shit about his colleagues, colleagues and current NFL brother in Smitty. I get that we are in the Jersey swap era. I get it. But when are these other NFL players going to say enough is enough? And like, I'm just curious. Like, when is enough enough? And just shut the fuck up and play the damn game, Micah. This is your season to win. Did we not learn from a bunch of loudmouth idiots at Colorado this year that had no discipline and leadership? How did that work out? This is showing us what we already know. This is already showing us what we know. The Cowboys will flounder once again because they just can't get out of their own way. This is another distraction, contrary to your belief. This is another distraction that's about to come back and bite another Cowboy team that is fully loaded, and everybody now thinks they're the Super Bowl contender, right? That's a new thing. ESPN, they're up there. But why every year, Smitty? Now, this may not have no correlation at all with what I'm saying, but every year, just hear what I'm saying. Every year, 
something goes on with this unit, with this team, with this roster. Somebody gets arrested. Somebody's smoking weed. Somebody has a domestic violence. Somebody, And something throws this team off its fucking kilter, and they get a distraction, and then Stephen A. gets to laugh on fucking ESPN, right? This is what it is right here. When are we going to just have some humility and be about our business? And, and stand on business or whatever y'all say now when is that going to happen do you imagine this being like and i know the world's changed i get it social media everything's changed but damn can we just win a super bowl first and then do all the podcasting you want like you just a, oh you just an old head jb and i respect it because you sp- you stand on what you stand on and you you just an old school cat who loves the way that things were and believes the world should have stayed like in that lane now. and stayed that way. I like a lot of things now, but I also like business. When I pay you to do your job and I'm paying you out of my pocket, Jerry Jones money, I would assume that you put this program and organization first and help me win a Super Bowl. And Mike is doing his part, JB, at a very high level. If he was a quarterback, I might have a different opinion because, like you said, quarterbacks have a different set of rules and a set of responsibilities, more things you guys got to prepare for throughout the week, more things you got to think about. And preparing for a podcast, you just wouldn't even realistically have the time for it. But at the end of the day, man, like, Michael Parsons, like, are we we watching the tape? The guy's making plays. He's winning games. They played the Seahawks, what, last week or uh, last Thursday? He, you know, last play of the game, he gets loose, wins the game for him. Like, he's still making plays. He plays defensive line. He's a hell of an athlete. I play D-line. There's certain things that we need to know, but I'm going to be real. When it comes to, in comparison to what the linebacker needs to know, what the, the safety needs to know, it's it's the it's, it's one of the positions that you don't need to know that much. I've, I've played with a lot of teammates over the years who wasn't the brightest light bulb in the room, but they still went out there and made plays. So, like, my point in saying that is, it ain't like he's missing out on tons of film time by doing an hour podcast. Like, it ain't like killing him to do that. He's still fine. Is the D lineman, I'm going to watch them. I'm going to figure out the tendencies of the old lineman. You know, look at their stance, see if they're giving away anything, you know, pass pro sets, or, or this guy's pulling when he's leaning back, running back his left. That means the slide's coming my way, or like little tendencies like that. After that, man, go play ball. I'll play D-line. Rush the fucking passer. Be physical. Play tough. Run hard. Micah's going to do that. So it ain't – it's not a distraction for him at all. Like, he's going – like, if he, was, if he was playing bad all year, I might – it might have a little bit more truth to it. But I'm watching the game. Cowboys one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Micah is a large part of that. He's leading the defense. And I don't think the – I don't think there's any correlation. Now, do I think the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl this year? No. And I know Jimmy's going to be like, see, this is the reason why they lost because Michael got a podcast. No, they just lost because they just lost. The Cowboys going to Cowboy. That's what they do. But it, I don't think there's no correlation to the actual podcast. He's being a little, you know, uh, uh, extra with his take. But let's be real. We're, we're in the media now, too. We make content. The shit that goes viral is the shit that's a little, you go a little extra. You take a little step further. You know what I mean? He could have been like, hey, man, these guys are such strong weapons that, you know, a lot of quarterbacks could could, could be there and and they would still have a a ton of success. And that still would have been a cool little hot take. But he said, nah, man, these guys are so good. I can play quarterback. That just sounds a little better from a standpoint of virality. And that's the reason why we're even talking about it right now. And I'm sure some of the other shows are going on on the – the four-letter network and Fox, I'm sure they're going to talk about this shit, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 
I think he, what he's doing is it, it, just marketing for his own show. Yeah, it is. But the issue I have is I, it's not an issue because I can really give a shit. The issue is when it doesn't happen, it blows up in your face. That is what's going to happen. You're going to be talking about that. Like, but if you don't, just ball out, do your thing. And nobody's going to say nothing. But when you do, it is what it is. So, I hear you. you know, the Kelsey brothers, like, they both played the Super Bowl last year with a podcast. So, Time said, dude tried to impersonate a California lawyer. Really? Show me the proof. See, that's the thing. These motherfuckers have no fucking clue. They go off a Netflix show that they assume on Google is correct. Show me the proof. See, Smitty, these dick writers are unbelievable. Here's the thing, Smitty. So my best friend in the world was a Johnny Cochran attorney, rest in peace, passed away on a motorcycle accident uh, about a year and a half ago. So he was my lawyer, you fucking idiot. So of course they associated me with him, you dumb fucks. But you know the story, right? You're so interested in me. Why don't you come on the show and have a discussion? But you can't because you're a fantasy boy. You only like Lamar Jackson's fantasy stats. We already know you're a Ravens fan popping in the show. You're mad that I told the truth on Twitter. And now you're sitting here and you're mad. That's okay. It's okay. We know who you are. You live in mama's basement. <laughs> like, you watch my show. You got my book. You slip my whiskey. You smoke my cigar. You do everything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> He, he a true fan of yours, J.B. Hunt. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they're our biggest fan. fans, homie. They're our biggest fans. I'm just telling you. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Do what you do, Micah. Do what you do. But when the when the Cowboys fell again. By the way, I think the Cowboys win. I think the, I think the Eagles are going to have a back-to-back -back loss type of scenario, which is cool. But we'll see. We'll see. Um. Aaron Rodgers, Big Smitty, defends the Mormon MILF hunter and rips the Jets front office for leaking information that got out there. Heck yeah. So, Did you talk to him about him saying, I don't want to play football here? <laughs> I, I, I will say this, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you have sources, right? And, uh. and that's always an interesting, you know, Ooh. thing. And, you know, first of all, to have, like, uh, that you can go down a whole rabbit hole with uh, actual sources, made-up sources. Why is someone willing to be a source? What are they gaining out of that? On and on and on. But when you uh, use sources and, whether intentional or unintentional, try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach, I have, a, I have a real hard time with that. Okay, really so you're saying that that was an effort to maybe make Zach look like a worse human than a potential people already view. Yeah. I think that that was, how can he not read it any other way? I mean, you're I mean, mm, so he, he, he thinks this is an inside job, basically, to make Zach look worse, to kind of make the media and fans, whatever, take a step back and saying, okay, it makes sense why he's on the bench. It makes sense why he shouldn't play. It makes sense why you guys are probably about to move on from him in the offseason. Like, is, is that what they're saying? Because I know that they drafted him, what? He was a super high draft pick. So, you know, and I know New York media is crazy and fan base is crazy. So maybe they're using it, trying to out him as a way to, like, defend themselves on a decision they made. I mean, that's an interesting point. 
No, Gorian, that's not an indie. That's an ESPN. That's out. That's in New York at the uh, at the seaport. Pat McAfee's been at the seaport lately, so they're doing it in studio at ESPN. They're down bad. I think ESPN's down bad. I think that they, they need Pat is saving them right now, in my opinion, and from what I'm hearing, I think Pat is saving that network right now. It's just crazy. <laughs> I guess I guess he cussed a few times yesterday on ESPN, and everyone's all up in arms and. And fucking um, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Jalen Rose girl. Oh, they ain't together no more. Mo- Molly Quirrell. Yeah, Molly Quirrell was trying to like, oh my god, where's the morning show? And and I'm like, and everybody's like, man, shut up. This is the fucking what we want to hear. They want to hear the Coach JB show and shit like this. They don't want to hear that soft ass shit no more. I think this thing is flipping, Big Smitty. From everything I've been talking to, people I've been talking to, I start, I'm starting to see kind of a flip. Even the LGBTQ, C2Q, LGGG community is starting to turn. They're starting to see, like, what's happening. And hopefully we get over this shit finally. And, yeah. Everything's maybe I, I might be able to coach again one day before I die. <laughs> like, coach again like me, though. Yeah, like yeah. be you. We flip it back. I miss early 2000s when motherfuckers go out there and talk they shit and talk crazy and say certain words to each other and people didn't get offended. Or maybe they did get offended, but you still you stood on business and you handled it right there. It wasn't no, you know, recording it and canceling this person and he hurts my feelings and my my, my I'm traumatized and my mental health is there. And yeah, like, come on, bro. Step up. Uh, DeSantis, DeSantis rips the college football playoff and wants to sue. Over the Florida State snub. Donald Trump also has come out and criticized the college football playoff for excluding undefeated. Now, I remind you, these are Floridians. Thank you. Trump, DeSantis. I don't listen. Everybody loved when Obama would go up and pick his final four and his tournament brackets and all that shit when he was the president. I don't know how much football. Donald Trump and DeSantis knows none. Sometimes we got to stay in our lanes and politicians need to worry about our border crisis and our fucking inflation on food and gas prices and the fucking shitty ass food we're eating and the weed we're smoking and the fentanyl that's out there in Philly and the homeless in Frisco and LA and how about you worry about that and let fucking us worry about football? That's all I'm saying. So it's a political ploy to win over Florida. Of course, your number one undefeated team got snubbed. You're going to defend them. It looks good as a Floridian politician. It looks good to your fan base that's on the political side of things, not the fan base of your Florida State Seminoles. It is a political ploy. It's clear as day. It is what it is. Let it go. And Gorian, just because you own a fucking team don't mean you know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, he owned a USFL team. What does that mean? Most owners don't know what they're talking about. They, they don't know the game themselves in any Trump sport. Knows, you think Donald Trump knows what a fucking three technique is? Come on, man. Um, <laughs> the Cleveland Guardians, Big Smitty, formerly the Cleveland Indians, they won the draft lotto despite having a 2% chance to win it. How the fuck is that happening? That's like the NBA. You know, the NBA, like, 
the NBA is like that. Uh, you know they, you know they kind of know, they kind of know the draft. They kind of know like, okay, the chances of the Lakers moving up twenty spots is is just not gonna happen, right? You 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 know who's gonna get it? It's gonna be like every year. It's gonna be the fucking Wizards, the Pelicans, or you know the Clippers for years, right? Well, this is like a shocking one, and I don't get a a draft lottery. I, I don't understand it. So like, in baseball, like. So every team has a chance technically to win. Is that how it works? I, I guess so. Because I think in basketball, they're, they're, they're like said, like, they had two percent chance. I don't understand how how that is. In basketball, I think it's like ten teams or twelve teams, like the twelve, the ten worst teams or whatever. Yeah, the worst they all have different yeah. percentages and different yeah. amount of like, uh, you know, like balls go into the little thing, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So where like you do got a chance, but your percentage is way different than the guy at the number one spot. So. I don't yeah. know, man. Um, they say luck favors the fortune, so I don't know. Or fortune favors yeah. the luck, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Some yeah. phrase I, I heard on I, TV. I don't really care either about baseball. Next! Yeah, you brought uh, it up. <laughs> Jaguars say Trevor Lawrence has a high ankle sprain and will be slowly evaluated as swelling goes down. Listen, high ankle sprain's worse than almost breaking the motherfucker, man. I'm just going to be honest. Like, it, it, Peterson went to his press conference yesterday and announced that it is just a high ankle sprain. Language was interesting. Just a high ankle sprain from Trevor Lawrence. So what does that mean? As you see him go down, teammate stepped on his foot. It torqued in a really violent way. The high ankle sprain essentially means that he has suffered an injury to the ligament that connects the tibia and fibula. And the way that the uh, fibula and the way that the, the foot turned that explains why it went from a low ankle sprain to a high ankle sprain now they have not ruled him out for man oh man they haven't ruled I, him out for sunday so man he gonna be out he gonna be out for four to six weeks and by the way if you, if you can get over a high ankle sprain in in four or five days then it wasn't a high ankle sprain right and you should have stayed your ass in the game in the first place and buddy and and, and wrapped it up so, that, he, so I mean, he, I he was being soft or, or or somebody lying yeah, you know, I don't know. It, it, we'll see. Dr. Jesse Morse kind of hot that they didn't cart him off. Uh, maybe he was think, trying to think, oh, let me see if I can walk and get back in it. But we'll Everybody see. Everybody was upset about that online. Like, hold on, this is your fucking franchise player. He tried to put weight on it and literally fell to the turf. He couldn't put weight on it. Why are we making him walk off the field? Like, it was a bad, again, we, we talk about optics. Jacksonville, Duval, that was a bad look. You know, regardless, it was a bad look, D. Jones. Keep it real. Yeah, he might have turned down the cart, but it wasn't better for him. Um, so we'll see. Um, well, the fake news, D. Jones, is that he walked off. That's fact. We saw it. So how is it fake news? <laughs> Motherfucker walked off. They had to carry a moment. Like, regardless of turning down the cart, is what I'm saying is the truth of the matter is he walked. He wasn't on a cart. That is fact, not fake news. So whether he turned it down, all that old shit, bottom line is, though, he walked off. It didn't look good. And you guys are in the optical viewing era where everything's on a social media telephone and everything is filmed. And it just now you're going to be taking heat and all this drama. And he he could have played if he didn't walk back there. He could have got on a cart. He would have saved his life, career. <laughs> That's going to be some idiot on fucking news media today. If you would have carted him off, he'd be playing this weekend. Right, right. His priority he'll out be there. Back. He'll be back. I knew it wasn't broken. I've had that happen before. That's a real, just a bad stretch out. 
and I, I've had it. It gets swollen. It's fucked up. You know, we'll ice it up, put it in some paraffine wax, back and forth, back and forth, heat, ice, heat, ice, get it cracking. He'll be back. He'll be all right. The yeah. Steelers and Mike Tomlin, Big Smitty, uh, says holding T.J. Watt is like hack-a-shack. Uh, I know you mentioned it before. They have to hold him slow to slow him. Is he the best pass rusher in the NFL? What are we going to call this? To hold. Um, you said hold Watt a lot. Hold Watt a lot. We need to get a T-shirt for that. I need to make sure that it's on this show because somebody's going to take it from the show. And they're yep. going to fucking use it. And they're going to have T-shirts done this weekend in, in Pittsburgh. And they're going to take money. Hey, I'm going to call my lawyer right now. Trademark that motherfucker right now. Hold water a lot. Hold water a lot. T-shirts. I bet Eric with the wrench. Get that made right now. Let's put it up on the website. I'm going to get it trademarked today with my lawyer. Let's get it on the fucking uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, let's get it in the Steelers Nation so I can win over at least one fan base. Do it right now. Let's make it happen right now. One, two, right three, now. now. Right now. Right now. Right, right now. Right now. I don't care if you're working, making a living, trying to sell your house. Do that right now first. Fuck your job, Derek. Right now. In the moment. We don't care if you're driving in the snow on black ice in Wisconsin. Stop and make the shirt now. Right fucking now. Pound the like, too, right now. Everybody, pound it right now. Go get a new shirt. Hold water a lot. Right now. Steelers Nation. Water a lot. Hold right water a lot. <laughs> you know what, man? To ask you a question, though, is TJ Watt the best pass rusher in the game, man? I think it's between him and Miles Garrett, man. I, I kind of battle back and forth on who's better. You know, Miles Garrett at one point in time, I don't know, I don't know if it's still, still the same stat, but at one point in time, he damn near like literally averaged a sack per game over his course of his career, which is crazy. Like, again, I don't know the stats. It might be a little off now, but to 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 even be in that conversation to average a sack per game playing a position. I don't think you understand how hard that is to do over, over the course of multiple seasons. So, uh, but man, what TJ Watt does, man, on that field, the speed, the get off, the, the, the strength, he has multiple moves up and under. Um, he could, he could beat you just with speed, with a, a speed rush, rip move to the quarterback. He can arm over, and then he gets you backpedaling as an offensive lineman has you guessing. He can speed the power where he runs, runs up the field, you know, four steps, plants on that on that left foot, comes inside, bull rush you to the quarterback, comes off like he has the full package of a pass rusher, man. So he's top two, and he might not be number two, but it's hard for me to just, like, say for a fact he's better than Miles Garrett, you know what I'm saying? He's definitely better than Michael Parsons. I do want to say that, man, because I think, I think a lot of people get confused on what a true great pass rusher is. Mike is a great just player. And, of course, he's going to end the season with probably 14 sacks or something like that. So he, he gets to the quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But he gets there based off pure athleticism. Like, he, if you watch Michael play, he don't really have, like, no go-to moves. Like, you don't see a lot of D-line moves, hand placement. You don't really see a lot. He's just using his crazy speed and strength, and, and he makes it happen, which is dope. Hey, if that works for you, it works for you. But I love why T.J. Watt play because, like, when you think of the art of a defensive lineman and the hand placement and moves, the arms over, the 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 the, 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 the fake hand, you know, move. Like, it's just certain things that if you play the position, you appreciate at a higher level. So he's up there, J.B. I, I take Max Crosby all day because he's relentless and he, he fucking plays regardless and, and – uh, TJ's hurt a lot. I mean, uh, 
not TJ. What's his name? What's his uh, name? TJ what? Is that his name? Yeah, TJ. Um, yeah. What's the brother's name? JJ. JJ. Fucking JJ, TJ. Fuck the Watts. Um, <laughs> he's hurt a lot, though. And I, I, I get it. He's great. But I'm going to be honest with you. The best defensive player this year that I've seen, and I've watched some games lately, is Khalil Mack, bro. He eating. Khalil Mack is the best defensive player in football this year. I'm just telling you straight out. I've been watching he's, him. He's leading the NFL in the sacks quietly. He's oh, quietly leading the NFL in the sacks right now. I did not even know that. Um, yeah, he is, you know. He has that one game where he got six sacks. Yeah, I'm he watching one he got six sacks, and he started getting hot and taking over. See, I'm watching little things as a, as a coach, and I'm just looking at things that he does that he's changing. He's changing things that offenses are doing. I don't think that – Watt does that. I don't think Miles Garrett does that. I don't think anybody does that. He is doing what Aaron Donald mm. did a few years ago and having to scheme Aaron Donald by fucking actually reading the motherfucker and not blocking him or whamming him on the backside of things with a floater and chipping him on the backside with a floater, trying to let him look like he's fucking there, and then he's going to squeeze down and get hit by a floater. They're having to do shit like that with Khalil Mack and – you do that when you have a guy you just can't fucking block. I haven't seen him do too much of that with other guys. Now, I know I get Miles Garrett's unbelievable. Max is having a great year. Bosa's having a great year. Um, Watt's having a great year. Even Daniil Hunter, I mean, he's he's number three. But he's quietly for the Vikings. I know we're talking about the Vikings a lot. He's yeah. 13 and a half sacks, you know, number three I, in the league saying, right now. I, I'm just saying Khalil Mack on film is having the best NFL season on defense in my opinion that's just my personal opinion humble professional opinion he has if, if the chargers were fucking balling he'd yeah. be in the conversation of of the aaron donalds from a few years ago that's how good he's playing right now but he's not getting any recognition and you're in la the second largest media market and you get no love I, I, that's how bad it is and i know this isn't a topic today but if you're Spanos and you own the fucking franchise in the in, in, in L.A. with the Chargers, you are doing this man and this franchise a disservice by not having guys like him in mainstream media on a daily basis in the number two media market in the world, solidifying why you have the wrong dude at, at, as head coach. Because there's no fucking way that this guy, you guys should be that bad in the number two media market with a guy like him and a defense like that and a quarterback like that and Keenan Allen like that and all these guys and Eckler. And I mean, fuck the, the, the star studded lineup doesn't give much more star studded than this group and how you're not in the hunt right now with chiefs blows my mind. Yeah, that's true. Do they not have a roster better than the Chiefs, top to bottom? Who, the Chargers? Yes. Hell, yeah, they got a better, better roster. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's I would argue top five roster in football. Yeah, they Chargers. Be, I was high on the Chargers. You know, I had Chargers playing in the AFC Championship against the Ravens. That was one of my worst takes I know. of the show so far. Like, and they, they ain't going to make the playoffs probably. I mean, they I might sneak in, but I don't know. It ain't looking too pretty right now. I know. Um. Matt can't come on. 
He can't come on till tomorrow. He's swamped. He's having some technical issues as well. Damn, so. Matt. Wow. 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 Okay. Wow. After I called him out about me and him going one-on-one, he got fucking nervous, and he wanted to back out, man. Okay, Matt. I see what it is. You still going to get this work. You still going to get this work. Now we're going to give it to you. Double double the work tomorrow when you join the show. Put it like that. Uh, another one bites the dust. We'll get to that in a second. Let me, I got some white girl shit that I want to show you. Oh, man. What happened? Well, it's white people shit. This is the, it's, I don't know if it's white people shit. It's the new woman shit. Mm. Let, we got to have a new thing where the it's, it's called the new woman shit or something. The new. NWS. The new lady, the new. Era woman. I'm sorry, but if a guy picks me up in certain cars for a date, I'm just not going. Like, I'm just not going. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't tell me if someone pulls up in this. Hold on. Put it on the screen. Hold on. This Prius. You're uh-uh. No, I'd rather not go on a date. I'm sorry. I already know the type of person you are. Like, I can tell by the car you drive what kind of person you're going to be. Wait, I'll show you another. And this is for the boys, too. If y'all drive these cars, you need to reevaluate yourself. Because, anyways, let me show you another car. The only person that should drive this is my 90-year-old grandpa. That's the only person. Okay, hold on. One more. I've got one more. be for real also this picture makes me laugh but like why did you get that like i feel like the only person who said drive this car is my 90 year old grandfather like like why'd you get that like, i just understand why'd you why'd you get that like what was the what was the reason behind that <laughs> oh, I mean, the, the true white girl talk I can't do it. You mute it. You mute it. Oh, fuck. I'm my, my, my fault. Anyway, that's white people shit is what I'm saying. Her swag, how she was talking, the whole mannerism. I get the, the woman shit because the whole overall message or whatever, but nah, that was some white people shit for sure. Just like the whole... Like, <laughs> But the black girl did the cat wrong at the cheesecake deal, though. You're right, it's the not, cheesecake factory. I don't know if it's a white girl thing. Now, she's a white girl, but I'm saying I think yeah. it's a woman thing now. This is the new woman. Bigger message. This is the new woman. You know what it is, JB? Women, listen, it's, it sounds fucked up, but women, make a, they make money now. Back in the days, they couldn't really make money. Like, it is what it is. And because of that, they had to, they had to depend on their man for everything. So I think it was a different mentality. Today's woman, they out here making more money than the dudes are a lot of times. So because of that, you know, they're preaching, preaching this whole independent thing. I don't need no man. I don't need no man. So now I feel like the bar for what a man has to bring to the table is like extremely high because the woman like, I already got my own money. I'm already making six figures. I already got my own crib. I already got my own car. What are you about to bring? Like, oh, that's, the, that's the only car you got? That's the only... So it was almost like, they're raised, they've risen the bar. Like, you gotta be fucking seven figures to come talk to me. You gotta, it's like, whoa, like, huh? Like, pump the brakes. Who are you? And then it's crazy. It'd be girls like this who 
she alright, but I mean, she mid. Like, what are you bringing to the table? You know, what are you doing? What are you like? What's so great about you that I can't drive a fucking Prius? Like, you look like you 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 got Prius energy, is what it looks like. That, that's exactly why I should be driving to pick you up. <laughs> hey, so hey, hey Bailey, did I um did I send you another one where that where the girl gets dropped off by the brother? It was a white girl and a black dude was driving. You seen that one? I seen that one. I sent you this morning. Maybe I didn't. Um, but basically, another scenario it was a white girl. The dude took her to Starbucks. Now the brother was just in a tank top, homie. I I don't know what's happening. He was in a tank top, and she he dropped her off. He's like, "Fuck, get out then." <laughs> And uh, he was real nice, too. And she was, but basically she was mad and wanted to go on another big date again. And she was filming the thing. And he's like, why are you filming this, homie? We're on a date. Why are you filming it? Right. I wish a motherfucker would film. Well, well I don't go on dates. <laughs> I just bring him over to EA at Bounce. You know what I mean? I don't, we don't go on dates. I'm past date night. This ain't fucking date night, motherfucker. There's no more dating JB. <laughs> You you get what you get. I, I saw you at the state. I saw you at the state house come in, bro. You talking shit, that big ass thank you, bro. You talking shit. Yeah. That, was thank, that was a thank you for watching the dogs do like that. EA. Thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Blue head, yeah. Hey, listen right here. You see this? Biz QAQC. Not going to lie. I always thought Cheesecake Factory was Applebee's remix. Red Lobster is seafood Applebee's, and Olive Garden is Italian Applebee's. So what you trying to say, Biz QAQC? You saying you too good for all those spots? Is that what you saying? Like what? What's the expectation? Can the let can the ladies in the chat tell JB and I what are the expectations that you all have of a man? Like what do y'all want us to do? Like you, we can't take you here. We can't take you there. We got to buy your bags. You got to make this amount of money. You got to do it. You got to, you got to, you got to be tough and gangster in certain moments, but you got to be a soft and gentle and respectful in other moments. You got to hold the door, but then you got to be like, I, I, I want you to grab me sometimes and cuss me out and put me in my place. But then I want you to sit back in there. Rub my, like, what the fuck? Like, what do you want? Like, I don't get it, JB. These women don't know. They, they want everything. And it still ain't enough. Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican. Got a little got a little black daddy black, you know. Black and white. Rican. Black and white. Black and Mexican. But Puerto Rican. I think she black and Mexican. I don't know. That nose, she definitely she got that nose is a sister nose. I know that I know a sister nose when I can read it. So she got her daddy definitely black. Her mama, yeah, I don't know. Could be Mexican, could be. She could be. She got, got a Puerto Rican vibe to her, though. She can dance real good. She got great hips. Her fucking hips be. Yeah, salsa. Yeah, real quick feet. Hips don't lie. Real good in bed. Real good on, on top and right on top. Yeah, I'm free. I can't see that. You know, I can see that. I can I can see it. I think she is that. She cold. She That's cold. She, hey, look at look at her eye, JB. Yeah, she like a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to you, Biz Q A Q C. 
Shout out. Much love to you. No disrespect, by the way. Love. Yeah, it's much all love. love. It's all love. Much, much love. She says she cooks, so she knows that a lot of that shit's free. Hey, I'm winner, though. I don't do it either. I don't go out. I don't I don't go out to places because I know the food's kind of oh, shitty. I man. cook. Black and white. Knew it. Thank you. Black and white. You said and Mexican, I, I thought, though. Huh? I, th I, th I thought you said black and Mexican. No, I said she's either black and Mexican, black and white, Puerto Rican. I said, but I'm leaning black and white. Got you. Got uh, you. Yeah, um, she, she can cook. She, uh, uh. That might be the one, JB. I know you ain't trying to, you ain't trying to commit, but she could think. I don't know. That might like sports. That might be your. Oh no, I'm gonna step back. You know. Hey, but hold on. Yeah, she likes sport. Q S C Q A Q C. No, I'm talk shit a little bit. Yeah. Hit me, hit me up. Hey, hold on though. You score. Hold on though. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a thing out there though. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a misnomer, or there, it's a fact. I don't know. So when you got the mixed people so you got black and white you got black and mexican you got puerto rican puerto rican 99 of them got ass yeah when it gets to the mix i find a lot like i gotta black and white it's either they got an ass or they got the white girl part of that and they don't have no ass just but mean. black and mexicans Worst body. What? Worst bodies. I met some Blexicans, bro. I don't know. I can't. I can't confirm that. Black all the way. and Mexican has a. They're. It's the genetics are fighting each other, and that Mac that Mexican before the BBL. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 It, okay. Because I'm be honest, a lot of Latinas are fine, beautiful women. No, they're twisted. But a lot of them, they don't have a lot of like. They got a lot of like, you know, they got they got a lot of Latinos got a little flat booty, you know what I mean? And you mix it, you mix it. Like I'm just saying, the bad, the, you know, the ones that weren't gifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. for whatever reason, that black and Mexican, it, it, a lot of bad body types. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I I've seen. I'm trying to think back. I'm, seen, I'm not even hanging on. No, I've seen I examples of both, though. There's a lot of mix. I've, I've seen a lot of black and Mexican bodies that just look like motherfucker had six enchiladas and four Mexican bean burritos that day. And, then, hey, look, and two pieces of fried chicken. Because when you black and Mexican, you eat both. <laughs> With some churches, homie, that's You have fucking Popeye's chicken. You have fucking El Pollo tacos, asada nachos, margaritas, and Hennessy. <laughs> You having a hell of a night. Look at their fingers having KFC and then over here got a goddamn Mexi melt. Like that don't mix, homie. You, you cuss the motherfuckers out in English and Spanish. And the body, the body just, it, it just say whatever. You be like, fuck you, puto. You say both. You don't know where you go. You go from English to Spanish to, that's why I fuck with them though. Like, it's like, it's a cool I love mix. it. I love it. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, Kelly, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not tripping. I'm just saying, like, it, you know. Uh, hey, I think ABQCCQ. She said, "JB's right. It's hit or miss with the black and white mix." See, I'm not hating. But hold on, is he right about you though? Brass tax. Let's get the let's get the brass tax. Is he right about you? Which side are you on? It's the real show on planet Earth. E A R L. I ain't about to back down, JB. It's a real show on the earth. Is he right about you? You got the black side on the back side or the white side on the back side? Let us know. 
I bet you AQACBC, she got like big white teeth. She got decent ass. She might have decent ass. She might have big old ass. She might have like, she got the white ass, but the big old titty. I, I, I get a lot of the black and white mixture. She got big old titty, no ass. Don't you hate when, hold on, you see a woman up front and they got the wide hips and the thick ass thighs. So you're like, oh shit, when she turn around, it's going to be hell to pay. Turn around, I'm going to be you. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. It's false advertising. False, false yeah, advertising. Because that's the childbearing hips in the front. Right, right. You see the childbearing hips, and then you turn, and then, and then, and then it's, 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 it's cut out. It's, it's cut out. <laughs> no ass at all. Stand on business. <laughs> it's hard to, like, it's hard to hit that, too. Break it down. Because, you know, yeah, <laughs> you, got big, you got big childbearing hips in the front. It look cool. It's good. It's bad. It's bomb. But then you know, if she don't got that, that blah blah blah, it's like it just it lay, it lay there like weird. Fate, you know what I'm saying? You then got, got a plank. You got a dinner plank, and then like just kind of. Have you ever had? Have you ever had the 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 the, the dog that like you gotta hit doggy and then the one you just don't ever hit doggy because yeah it's like you know, it just because it, it just depends it's like <laughs> and Latrell says Smitty wife gone huh she better walk in any minute say I better shut the fuck up, up. Latrell uh they got uh, <laughs> oh man like I can't do it man I can't do it I gotta have that curve bottom I gotta have that bottom out. Got to. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Cause if, it, if I can't do it, if I can't, if I can't turn it over, there's no reason to do it. Just... <laughs> Deal breaker for JB. Hey, missionary. missionary, though, is a very underappreciated position, though. Oh, I fuck with missionary heavy. I'm married too, so it's different. It's more in love. Like you really like you looking at you looking in their eyes while you get yeah, you, like, you like you like you got that leg up over your shoulder right here. Yeah, you you like, baby, let me suck your feet. You be in that zone. Like, it's like, it's emotional. It's deep. Like, that shit make you, that shit, I, I just got the chills just now. I'm thinking about that shit. Like, from the back, like, it don't matter who you like. Fuck, there's some, doggy style is almost disrespectful almost. It's like, sit down, motherfucker. Don't turn around. You grab a neck. It's just disrespectful. Missionaries, like, I that's care about part. you a little bit. Yeah, missionaries. <laughs> Hey, motherfucker, arm get tired. You got this lady. You just lay down on the side, kind. <laughs> you know what I'm not big on though. I'm not a big on uh. Sometimes it just depends, like how you know it depends. But I'm not a big ride guy. I don't like ride. I don't like riding me. Interesting. Interesting. I'm not a big ride me really. Man, eh, my shit don't even really stay rock like that for that. It's like they gotta know what they're doing, homie, because they'll fuck your shit up. Right. 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 I, yeah. I like it because I kind of feel like a, a king almost. I'm just laying there. I mean, you, you know, you, you you put some hips pops in there, of course, but you laying there, so it's like, man, you just take care of me. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, the shit could be fun. Yeah, yeah, it could be. It's just, eh. I want to see. I don't see a lot when they do that. It's titties, but really other than that. What about reverse cowgirl, though? Yeah, that's all right, too, but it's like, she'll fuck your shit up, too, on that. She don't know she yeah, like, she don't, you know, you got to put her feet. You got to put her feet. Yep. In between your legs. Yeah. Um, under, under the hamstring, so it's, it's, it's locked. Now you're good to go. Yep. But only, only a few people can do that. Like, like a brother like me, I can do that because I, I got that. Bam. 
JB can't do that. Like you can't really, you know, certain positions you can't do. You know what I mean? I can't do reverse cowgirl because it it, 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 like it sends him to the hospital. Yeah, my shit, my shit, like the way my shit like go, cert like that shit kind of can hurt the girl a little bit because my shit got a little something to it. So you gotta, you know what I mean? So yeah, Are you crooked? You got problems? Hey, I ain't, it ain't, I, ain't, I ain't got the ink a little crooked. But I'm just saying I got a cool little, you know what I mean? Dave yeah, Roberts, I, man, what we got next, JB? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know where the show went, but it was a good segue for uh, next Shout up. Shout out to AQMS. Not AQMS, I'm sorry. AB, uh, what's her name? OQMS, OB, Toby, Toby. OQMS. AQMS, hit me up, hit me up. Let me see what you're doing. Let me see what you're talking about. Um, so, Texas Tech gets loses a QB, 24-year-old grown man. Tyler Shaw, show shoe. I don't know his name. Commits to Louisville for his seventh year of football, bruh. Seventh year of football. He loved the game. He loves the game. <laughs> if I was a daddy, I'd say, son, Walmart's hiring. It's time to get in the job force. Because here's the deal. Yes, Biz Q Aces QC should have you should have made an easier username, but it's okay. You can change it. It's okay. Just use your real name or Biz Biz Q QC BC whatever. I look. The kid's probably not an NFL guy. He's seven years. NFL's probably passing on him because he's had three major injuries. He's been in the league. He's been in college longer than you know. I mean. Josh Allen, Burrow, and Lamar Jackson are not even in year seven yet. They're <laughs> in the league. So I'm just saying, man, it's got to be – there's some issues here with this transfer portal, and I just – I'm disgusted by it. Like, you should have a cap on the motherfucker. Have a year on it. Like, come on, man. What are we doing? And now these kids are hanging on to college. No offense to women at all. Women deserve everything they get in the college level. But women are making more NIL money. Like, Re- like Reese and, 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 and Caitlin or whatever. They're making more money right now. Why would you go to the WNBA and make 200K when you're making four mil? They're going to stay, stay in college as long as they can. Now, I don't know how much money this quarterback's getting. I never even heard of the kid. I don't know how much he's going to get, but like, I get the woman's side. You got WNBA money issues. You got women that just don't get paid like men in the professional level. I get why I would stay there. Now, if I'm her daddy, I'm saying you're staying in college for 11 years. But the man, like, you got your goal is to go to the NFL, or is it now to hang around college and take NIL deals from college to college? I don't get it. He almost at the age where he can't even go to fucking college parties no more. He can't even go hang out on, yeah, on now campus. Now he's to look and, weird, right? Now he's starting he to look weird. He can't fuck around with the freshman girls at all, for sure. They 17, 18. He can't even mess with them. Now he's looking at, like, yeah, you walk in like mother got a uh, like a gun, you know, Gardner Minshew mustache or something. He looking weird as fuck. Motherfucker got motherfucker got good credit now. He got all type of or bad or bad or bad. Yeah, he got. Yeah. He, I'm just saying, you got to move on. Talking about taxes and all, they they like, huh? They don't know. Like he he an old head, you know. It's crazy. That's to the point now where college can have damn near dec- all time decade awards now. 
Like <laughs> you and Kai for you and Kai for the whole decade down there. Seven years, seven seasons. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, it's man. I don't know, man. Um, man, we got about ten minutes before Q more. My main man Quentin Moore joins us. Um, uh, and uh, make sure he got all this stuff. Um, make sure you got the link. Make sure you got the link. Make sure y'all pound that like button, y'all. We should have about eight hundred likes in here, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, it's been a hell of a show. We got Q Moore, want the game winner, gets Oregon from Washington. How many cats in here knew he played for me, though? How many cats knew that I recruited him and did a lot to get him? How many cats in here knew that? I bet you nobody even knew that. When he caught that touchdown against Oregon, guess who blew me up? Oh, all D1 coaches. Nobody else. Because nobody knows he probably, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody, every D1 coach in America that tried to recruit him from me before I left Indy, JB, you know who caught the touchdown? I'm driving from Vegas back home, you know, and the game's on. Cue more, JB. I'm like, good shit. Hell yeah. And uh, see, people don't know that, but D1 guys know that. Hmm. How does that? How's that? You know what I'm saying? I figure, let that sink in. Like, motherfucker, don't understand. Um, guys, the, the people that matter, they know. Put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is crazy to me, man. Um, I don't know, but pound the like button, man. We got a. Uh... Is that Steve? Oh, okay. Um, Steve Kim showed that. You know, he demonstrated that 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 shoulder, that 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 boxing. Oh. You know, what I'm saying? I don't know if you saw that. That Philly shell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to start doing boxing once I get my shoulder right. Do a yeah, little boxing. Got it. Q more got it. Uh, let's take a little commercial break. I need to get me a coffee. I got my new I got Christmas stuff out. So I got the Christmas mug. They're big mugs, too. So I got the Christmas mugs. I got the Christmas decoration. I should do a video, uh, like a walk-around video. Want me to walk around? Can I go live during the commercial and, and on my phone? You you probably could like join the link and go through and, sh- and show the tree, show the cup, everything. You can see everything. Show the bedroom. Show, show the girl that's in your room laying down right now to show everything. <laughs> Smitty getting his avocado toast. I was thinking about. It. I'm actually I'm, I'm back doing my little intermittent fasting. I've been eating real bad lately. I need to like I'm trying to slowly get back to eating a little healthier. So, the, you know, but until then, right now, I'm trying to do a little intermittent fasting so I at least give my body a chance to digest all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So how do I how do I do the stream yard, Bailey, while I'm on this? I think I let me let me log in. Let me hold on. Let me you got to log in on your phone, click on the link and then transfer off th- this one and then click on the one that's on the phone and then he'll put you on. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That noise is weird as hell. Scary ass noise. That's because I was muted. All right, let's do it. Smitty, you got to go on a break? I can do a, I can do a tour right now. Let's do a tour first, then we can go on break. Well, I'm a, this is my break. I'm going to take a piss. You're gonna, I'm, I'm working with something heavy. <laughs> I don't want to hear uh, your piss off. You, you take me off the screen. Then. I don't want to hear no piss, y'all. I'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> uh... All right, let me, how do I flip this thing? Let me see. How do I flip the thing? How do I flip the things? Uh, 
Let's see how I flip this thing over. Here we go. Damn, I fucked that up. Let's see. How do I how do I lay out? Settings, camera, front, back. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Damn. Here the slap dicks. I don't left them out here because I got all the shit out here. See, I got I got the Christmas vibes. See what I'm saying? Got the Christmas vibes. Look at this. Got the little tree here. Got this. Got this. Look at all that. Got the Christmas shit out. Look at this. I'm a Christmas spirited guy. Look at that. I got swag in the Christmas uh, genre of things. See this? Look, you want to go to the theater? I got all the intro shit. Let me go to the theater. Look at that. I got the Christmas. Look at a big tree. I shut the lights off already. Big tree. Look at this. Come on, man. See what I'm saying? Got the Christmas shit over here. Got the Christmas. I didn't put that up. But I got all the shit. Yeah. Shit. Why not? Kitchen tables done Christmassy. Come on, man. Christmas uh, towels. Come on. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. I got the Christmas coffee. Look at that. I can't do Starbucks, though, but I got the Christmas coffee. I'm a Maxwell. I'm Maxwell. Maxwell House. Best coffee in the world. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, man, see? Christmas vibes. Bailey, take me out. I'll be back right now. Take Um, who are you putting in the playoffs if this scenario comes out like this? Because in all fairness, Louisville still can be have a good shot at beating Florida State, I think, in the final for the ACC. One of those, both those teams could have one loss. And you're going to have a lot of fucking uh, one-loss teams possibly. Who's going to get in? I think the Pac-12 gets screwed just because of the West Coast bias, uh, uh, especially when they play the times the East Coast voters don't get to see. And then, you know, as uh, you always argue, the SEC's defense is probably going to be, in my opinion, going to travel a little better than a Washington's defense, which is not very good. Uh, who, Who, in fairness, who gets in the playoffs this year? Uh, and and not being biased right now, I have to say the SEC, and I say that because the back twelve they gonna get they gonna get fucked. Um, but we done seen the Washingtons, you know, we done seen those guys go down there and get blowed out from an SEC team. Not this and year so though, T. Reese. Come on, this year. I I know, but it's almost it's, it's always not this year. Yeah, well, it's always not this year. This ain't how it's been. I'm talking about in a playoff run, they always getting swiped, like, you know, from an SEC team. And it'd be like, well, if Alabama was in or, you know, or LSU was in, it wouldn't have happened like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I get both sides of it. Um, it it's kind of tough to be like, man, you know, uh, SEC deserves it. But it's kind of tough to say they don't. You know what I'm saying? It is. But when that 12, when I, I say when they go to 12 teams in that playoffs, 
it might be 14. Blowed out. That's hood shit right there. Blowed out. Uh, I don't know if you saw the tour because I uh, see I can't see the chat. I turned it sideways, though. So you got a little tour, a little tour. I got the outside, too. You haven't got to see. I got the outside uh, all done up, too. I did it before I went to Vegas last week with Pat. And then, uh, yeah, 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 it's ready to go. We got some, you know, it's cool. Very inviting, you know what I mean? Yeah, dog. I got the theater in there. I got the new theater. Uh, I got Christmas everywhere, man. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And guess what? I don't even have motherfuckers, just random, you know, regular folks coming over. Uh, now, nah, Ash and Callie are locked in with me right here. They can't go in the living room and shit while I'm doing the show. Ash will go fucking crazy. Shit. Ash will fucking go all over the goddamn place. Um, to live and die in L.A. <laughs> Big Smitty. <laughs> to live and die in L.A. Yeah, you got your goggles on. You got your goggles on. And I'm on. Hey, without further ado, man, one of my favorite all-time recruits, kids, Great mom, everything. Got to got to get to know him real well during the recruiting process. He just caught the the what was the winning touchdown versus University of Oregon the other day to put them in the college football playoff. One of the most talented kids I've ever recruited. Big time tight end. I, he's an NFL guy. I knew that, but I told you guys on Netflix. I only recruited NFL players. I didn't recruit Division One players. There's a difference. Um, but my main man, Q Moore, Quentin Moore. What up, dog? What up? good. Man, it's been a minute, man. I, I miss your ass, man. I, I miss all your TikTok. I be watching your TikTok videos. You be clowning. <laughs> yeah, we having fun on there. I'll be having fun. How your mama, man? She good, man. She good. Little brother's good. Family's good, man. Good. Your little brother getting big as hell, I bet. Yeah, he, he looks skinny, though. He looks skinny. But he's taller. Really? Yeah, he, like a, he, he got a hooper build. Oh, really? Hey, Q can hoop, too. Smitty. I brought him on a visit to Independence, Kansas. Whole fam, dog. Whole family. We're not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about the visit. We're not gonna. Talk about that. We're not gonna dive into all that. But we you know what I'm saying. Q Moore came and was a pirate. Unfortunately, I had to leave. Unfortunately, all that bullshit. So I left. Q Moore balled out, all American, and went back to his home state. He's from Seattle. Went back home uh, to uh, to UW and uh, Inglemore High School legend there. Hey, it's crazy, uh, Q. One of our producers and, and and does some stuff behind the scenes. Bailey, he played against you in high school, so True. he he's a little younger than you, but he played against you uh, in high school. So it uh, he knew exactly who you were and everything, and um, it was funny. That's what's up. How you been, man? You got that touchdown the other day. Uh, a buddy of mine were talking, man. You're you're, you're you know your head coach, your offensive coordinator, did a hell of a job. Man, the thing is, I wish I'd have ran into you. Know I was in Vegas when you guys were there too. Oh, you was over there? Yeah, I ran into Michael Penix because I he came over. He's like, man, I, we were with his uncle. Oh, okay, I got you. And, and his grandfather, I guess. And so, you know, it 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 was a good deal. And I was like, God damn it, man! I was we had to leave, and I was like, shit, I gotta try to find you. I was talking to a couple coaches, uh, you know, your guys' coaches, a couple buddies at Oregon that I know. Um, you know, Coach Martin's brother is a DB coach at Oregon. Yeah. Demetrius. So 
And, uh, you know, I've known Lanning a long time and, and Coach Michalowski, who was at a Garden City with me, who's at Oregon as well. So both staffs are pretty tightly knitted as well. So, man, huge win for you guys, man. Could it could it be a bigger dream, dog? You 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 wanted to come to Kansas. You didn't want to come to Kansas, but you come to Kansas to go back home to Seattle to to UW, and uh, now you're in the playoffs. Like, there's no bigger story in my opinion. Yeah, nah, everything came full circle, man. Uh, at that moment, like as soon as I caught that ball and realized I scored that touchdown, it was just like, okay, all that all the pain and hard work really like finally paid off. And that's the thing, like with me, is like. I'm really like the main like blocking tight end. Like if I go in, you know, like I'm I'm gonna be blocking. And that's what I that's what I pride my game on. And I really I think that came from being an indie just because uh I don't know if you remember Dre Butler, but yep. my first day at Indie, like when we had full pads, I got tossed like out like out the club by him. And I you know, recruiting me, you never saw me blocking. I was always like in the slot running routes. And so when I when I really like got there just kind of taught me how to block maybe want to block and then like being at UW uh, my first year it was 2021 um I ended up I was hurt the whole season had to sit out the whole season and then when I came back I just wasn't as like I wasn't moving as well so then I really just put my head down and started grinding like really trying to you know perfect my craft crafted blocking and then um you know, started to get better at that. And then this year was really just like a, okay, it could go either way and I'm going to be okay. I, as long as I'm on the field, I'll be okay, man. And hey, then, another another thing before Big Smitty dies, there's the thing, like, people don't know. You get, you went through a coaching change there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the thing to do now is what? Transfer. Everybody transfers. Coaching change. People leave. You yeah. stuck it out. You stayed there, and it's worked out. And that's why I wish other people would do, man, because it would probably more than not have the scenario that you're having right now, that's actually sticking it out, having success, and figuring it out. Man, grass isn't always greener. And plus, you're from home. You're there. Obviously, everything would be easier to stay there, but you could easily transfer it. I mean, to me, you're one of the most talented tight ends in America. You're, people don't understand because, like you just said, you, you help the team do whatever you got to do because you're that type of kid. But – People don't realize how talented you are and how fast you are and how strong you are. And, like, you're an NFL tight end. You are what they do in the NFL now. Flex you out wide. You can run. You can, you can do all the things that now they want to see. So I'm excited for the next journey, man, and, and seeing what you could do. I hope you get the rock in the playoff because you're a difference maker in that offense. Yes, sir. I appreciate yes, sir. Hey, man, nice to meet you, by the way, man. Congrats on all your success, man. Watching y'all been balling out all year long. So uh, definitely, you know, rooting for y'all. Let me ask you this, man. When the when the final four came out and yeah. you guys saw who you were facing, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what was that initial, like, reaction, like, from you, from the team? Like, what was that, 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 that first feeling? Let's go. Like, really, it really, it's been that the whole year just because our, like – We've been the underdogs the whole season. Even though we were, you know, whatever whatever the record was at any point, we were always projected to lose or some some wasn't supposed to go right for us. So yeah, we ain't got we ain't got nothing to lose. And you know, it's everyone's gonna say what they gotta say and we're just gonna go play. It is what it is. And, and you guys were nine point dogs versus Oregon, who you beat already yeah. at a neutral field in Vegas. And you're in Vegas. It's crazy. They knew something on the on the on the money side of things. But I took you guys all day long. I said sometimes it's just the heart of a champion's hard to beat. You guys are already undefeated. You don't know what losing feels like. I picked you guys on this very show. 
Everyone else picked Oregon. Yeah. And I was like, hey, let's go. You catch that winning touchdown. And I'm like, man, could that, be better. Have a better feeling. And, you know, you, you know, Tank Dell, my kid, I recruited yeah. the Indies, balling. You know, Jermaine's out there balling. We got other guys that I coached at other places. But it's just uh, it's good to see you guys keep doing your thing. And now hopefully you'll be in the NFL as well, balling out. And uh, Tank got hurt the other day, man. Sucks. I just saw something like. Uh, I know. Ankle I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys played Texas last year in a bowl game. Yep, we did. What is your what do you feel? How confident do you feel that you're replaying a team? You know, a good friend of mine, Coach Sarks, the head coach there. We grew up together, but what is your confidence level going into this game? They're playing as well as anybody as well. Mm-hmm. Uh they beat Bam, obviously, is their only loss. We all know that. But at the end of the day, though, you guys strap it up, pull up one pan at a lot at a time like they do. And uh I don't believe you're scared of anything. I know you're not, but your team has got to be on a high, and, and you're like, hey, man, bring whoever. You would have played Alabama, Michigan, it didn't matter. This is the cream of the crop. You've made it just like they made it. It's go time. Let's go. Uh, is that how you guys feel? Yeah, I mean, we're ready for – I mean, we were ready for whoever they announced us to play against. Um, I mean, what we did to Texas last year, it has nothing to do with, you know, this year. So I can't really, like, bring up last year as a – Different you know, team, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, man. I mean, we're ready to go, man. We're excited. Let me ask you this, bro. Be real. Were you guys surprised it was Texas, though? Like, be like everybody's going crazy about Florida State getting left out, undefeated as well. They've been flawless this year. Lost, no, lost their quarterback. We get it. But they did what they were supposed to do to get in. Everybody, the last, what, 72 hours or whatever, people have been just been going crazy about that. We knew you guys were in. That wasn't even our. We knew, we knew Michigan and Washington was in. Those are the two we knew off the back, no argument. The last two spots were the ones that were kind of up, up and uh, you know, up in question. I was always the guy saying that, well, if you put Bama in, you have to put Texas in because Texas beat them. Like, yeah. there's no way in hell we we saw each other. We got in a fight. I beat your ass. You get in, you can't you I can't bring you in without bringing me in. So I always felt like Texas would get in if Bama got in. But yeah. everyone is saying, like, nah, Florida State, they earned it, they, they deserved it. Were you guy? Were you? I'll ask you. Were you a little shocked when Florida State was left out? Um, honestly, no, not really. I mean, it's you always see like the stuff on social media. Everything is like, whatever it is, politics, whatever it is, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I honestly wasn't I wasn't shocked, but at the same time, it was just like you know I, I didn't really got an answer to it. Like right, like it's what it is. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. I mean, yeah. Let me ask you this, because I thought they would even possibly bump you guys. I thought you guys beat a good, better Oregon team mm-hmm. uh, a second time. is hard to do in this day and age. You beat them yeah. twice, um, really convincingly this last game, I thought, even though they came back late and scored. But the bottom line is you dominated the game, time of possession, every possible part of the game. Yeah. I'm like, Washington could easily be number one, especially how Michigan, you know, for the most part, for three quarters, struggle versus a good defensive team in Iowa. But Iowa just can't score points, and they're not a, even close to an Oregon tal- caliber team. I thought they may even bump you. If they bumped you to one and you got Alabama, would your result in that meeting be the same as Michigan's was? If you saw Michigan, they like, oh, were scared. <laughs> Everybody was talking about that in the locker room, but no. I, no, I know you guys and your staff. You guys would have been like, fuck, let's go. Yeah. go hey, man, whoever we got to play, we're going to play them. 
it, it, we're gonna we're gonna prep the same. It's do, it don't matter who it is, like who it's gonna be. We're gonna prep the same. We're gonna go out and practice every single day, and we're gonna put the work in. But I did I did see that reaction. That it's it's not a good look. That's a bad look, right? That's a. Bad... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I ain't never seen no team like. I mean, I don't know. I saw GAs in there like, oh, I'm like, damn, like, you a coach. You can't do that. You got to at least fake it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got to see, man. I got to watch it a couple times. I don't know if it's like, fuck it, let's go, kind of. Like, we're not excited or maybe. I, I don't see, I don't know. It would be hard to press. They, to like, they might have thought that they were getting Florida State or, you know, like, they yeah. might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Hey, so what's next for Big Q? What's next, dog? What do you what obviously NFL still admiration? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's the main goal. Um but I definitely I'm gonna stay another year after this just because I'm you know, I, there's two six years in front of me, so I gotta, you know, go make my own my own way next year. But yeah, the NFL, um that's for sure the main goal. It hasn't changed since since you met me, so that's why I was going to ask you next year. I mean, you're solo dolo. I mean, they're going to bring guys in, but you're the guy. You could be the guy that really shows everybody that you're the Brock Bauer of the country and even a better talented one, in my opinion. But they're going to see that Quentin Moore guy that I know that's going to be able to stretch the field in the slot, do the things that you guys do on offense that I think will be huge for college football and seeing you, you know, show everybody your, your skill set. I'm excited as hell to see that shit. That's what I've been waiting on. And I'm so glad you caught that touchdown against that in, in that Oregon game. But um, who do you guys start off next year with? Do you know? Ah, uh, shoot. I don't you guys don't you guys play a big like crossover? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who we start. Yeah, it's good that you don't know. You shouldn't know. Shit. Yeah. You gotta play not, not even, I don't worry about next year yet. No, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a hell of an answer. Your grades good? You straight in class? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not a problem no more. And that's the reason why I went to Indy. I don't know if you know. I want to ask him. Oh, my God, shit. Hey, look, hey, 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 look JB still coaching you right now. Ain't he? Them grades good? <laughs> exactly. Hey, shit. You never know. That's all you got to do. Hey, you know, you know, uh, man, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's last minute. I know it's hard for you guys to get on these shows and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I can't thank you enough for coming on here, man. I, I'm. You know, UW is my favorite. Uh, I got a, I got Tank Johnson, who's a legendary UW uh, alum, NFL player for a long time. He's on the show every week, and uh, he wanted me to give you a, a shout out. You know, throw up the Dubs and the Husky Nation, and and uh, get it on. Hey, I, when Sark was coaching, I used to come stay with him, and and uh, dog, we would. His house was in Bellevue on the other end, and we would ride the boat all the way down the lake and pull right up to the goddamn coach's office. I was like, dog, this is the best fucking place in America to coach. Like, there's no other place like that. And, you know, Sark was the one that put the barbershop in the facility. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was there when they built it. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, so that, yeah that barbershop you got. He was the first D1 coach to put a barbershop in the in the locker or in the, in the facility. So yeah. like, you still got it? Yeah, yeah, we got it. We use that thing every day, every day. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I already know. Yeah, that's uh, hard. <coughs> you still, you still fuck with white girls or what? <laughs> stop, stop, stop. See, you know, JB gonna have to ask you something crazy. <laughs> please. You're good, coach. You're good. Thank you, man. I love you, man. I appreciate you jumping on here, man. We gotta do it again after you win it all. Of course, man. Of course. Nice meeting you, my guy. Good luck. Right. It's nice meeting right, you, bro. Later. Peace. Um. 
Much love to big Quentin Moore. Q Moore, shout out to him, his family, his mama. Great kid, man. Great family. Uh, yeah, we did a lot. I did a lot to get him, man. He was a great fucking kid. But, you know, a lot saying I got, I did a lot to get him, I didn't do fucking anything. Crazy. Ooh. Like, nothing illegal. Nothing crazy. I didn't get him a car. I didn't get him a fucking house. I didn't get him a fuck. Like, that's what people don't understand, dog. You know what I did? Brought his mom out there. Brought his kid, baby brother out there. You know, he had, he, he had a daddy that had some Oklahoma ties. Um, so there was a possibility there. I used that in, in, in the recruiting ploy to get him. Like, hey, man, you like, might be around your pops, you know, certain things like that. So there was like, there was no money handed over and shit like that. That's when it was good when cats trusted a cat and came there for that guy. Like, but I, you know, I also gotta say this though, it's, it's a lot different with Juco though, right? Because like these guys, like like he said, his grades were messed up, so we had I, to go I bet down. You it ain't now though. I mean, do you think Juco cats are paying too? Uh, fuck, doggy, I'm hearing crazy stories. Mm, like, I know that. The the th I'm saying they think they deserve money now. They think Juco, like, hold up, dog. Like that is the one interesting part of why it intrigues me to get back into it. Like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've never backed down from a child. I want to see, like, well, let, me, let me get you to get the bag. You ain't getting the bag here. Right, right. I don't need yeah. to I hear you, JB. I just think money talks, and you could be a hell of a recruiter, man. But if the school over here is is giving me some serious bread, I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just putting people in like my shoe. I know there's a lot of kids that grew up like me or similar to me or worse than me. And you throw out that money in their face and they 18, 19, or even like, you know, 20, whatever. Ah, I just don't, I don't know. I just think it's tough. I think it's tough. Like, they, they might like you better as a coach. They might think you a better person, all that shit. But they just like, fuck, I can't just turn down, you know, 100,000 or whatever the case may be. You know, I just think certain numbers would be so high that it's almost like, it, it, it's almost like crazy to turn it down almost. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. I, the, the issue is, dog, the big dogs, the big dogs have, they all have big money. Right. So, like, don't fuck around and give me a big do dog job. Because there you fuck. Yeah. I'm just talking about a regular. Give me fucking, give me goddamn Kent State. Right. I'm getting, crazy. I'm getting somebody. <laughs> I'm leaving here with some. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, that's real. That's real. BSQAQC. Yes, other athletes are getting paid for sure. W like like. Hey like Joe, we talking about earlier the college basketball, uh, women's basketball, they're Joe. getting paid. Volleyball, all that shit. Insta their Instagram pages, their TikToks, they're getting paid in various ways for sure. Hey Joe, the truth is, we saw what the truth is. The kid just left the show, so. The I don't care, Joe, what they say, but here's why they say that. I got him there and recruited him, and he was there for me. Remember, I left in the spring, so I got Kiyoshi the job, and he was the head coach. Officially, technically, he was the head coach when uh, Q played. played. Yeah, yeah. So, but you recruited him and got him there. So, it's cool. I mean, you both can say you played a role. He Kiyoshi I mean, coached I mean, him. You recruited him down there. Yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't coming there. Two, two things can be true. Yeah, well, he wasn't coming there without me. <laughs> so the guy would not have coached them. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying. I, I didn't want to keep it real. 
Keep it a thousand with you. Yeah. <laughs> How many lights we got right now? A hundred? I don't know. Uh, I heard we got like 150 right now. That's crazy as hell. Wow. Really? That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. That's what I heard. Hey. That's what they told me. Shout out to Big Q. Good seeing him, man. He does it. He has a big following on TikTok, by the way. Um, so if you haven't heard, go over there, TikTok, follow Quentin Moore, 88. Um, let's get down to brass tacks here. Um, Dave Roberts, my Doyers, LA Doyers uh, manager, says they met with Otani for three hours yesterday and all things are leading towards Otani becoming a Dodger. I think because of the Asian population in LA. Uh, go ahead and show it. Possibility. I, I think that, um, um, yeah, we met with him. You know, I, I don't want to, I'd like to be honest. And, and so uh, we, we, we met with Shohei and uh, we talked and um, I think it went well. I think it went well. But at the end of the day, uh, he's his own man and he's going to do what's best uh, for himself, uh, where he feels most comfortable. Mm. Interesting. That'd be a hell of a move, man. My daddy always told me, never trust a motherfucker that talks himself and and moved out the fucking way like that. Why? I wonder why he told me that. I'm trying to figure out. Dave Roberts. I don't know if I can trust you no more. My daddy told me I couldn't trust you. That motherfucker moved his head all the way out of the screen. Time out. Time out. Did, Did you hear what you just said on accident? Yo, what told you that? You said you said your daddy. You just said it. I know because he died. That's why I said it. Whoa, 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 JB, stop! I'm saying that. Yeah, uh, I, that I, I, no, when he told me, I was a little kid. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my daddy, when he when I when I was a little kid, I like I was talking as a little kid, like my daddy said. But when you said it, it was real normal. Like I ain't even think nothing of it, honestly. But we made it. But anyway, I didn't want to. I just caught that, so that's why I had to keep going. But now I feel you though. He, he don't seem that confident. I think part of it is too. Shohei, he don't know how to like. He don't speak English. So how did that meeting go? Like you had a translator next to you the whole time, and you had to like. Dave Roberts had to say something, wait for the get translated, wait to see what the reaction was. and got, Like, that's hard to do. You talk about recruiting somebody. It's real hard to recruit somebody when they don't even speak your language. Because, like, part of me, when I'm trying to recruit something or get something done or sell something, it's my energy. It's how I say it. It's my ability to joke with you, make you laugh, make you be relatable. But when you don't speak my language, you can read my body language and me moving, but you can't really understand the joke. So I think that's kind of hard to like really understand if it went good or if it went bad. Like, shit, I don't know. Here's the issue I have. Like, when you this guy's about to break the bank, he's going to be the highest paid guy ever. Because you got to pay these guys 300 if you're just an offensive player. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a legitimate hitter like he is, he's going to get 300. Then you got to pay 300 to a all-star pitcher. Cy Young, Cy Young Award winning type of pitcher, right? Closer, pitcher, dominant pitcher. So he's both. So you're both. paying him both. Now, apparently he's not going to pitch next year, right? He had a little something, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to lie. I'm not a baseball guy. But I'm saying you're, you're paying a guy to do both. He's going to get both. Both. He's going to get both checks. He's gonna he get more. He getting more money than Mahomes. I know that. He getting more than five hundred. I know that. Fucking right. So you're gonna pay a guy that does both. You know he's getting six hundred at least. At least six hundred. 
I would and, say 550 minimum. And I, I would say he's going to – I say he's a Dodger for the simple fact that L.A. is one of the most Asian-oriented, every type of Koreatown, Chinatown, uh, you know, everything is there for him. And I'm sure his backers and family, they're all got to be like, hey, this is like – you got a major airport hub – your 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 fucking you know what I'm saying like you got translation. I don't know if he speaks English or not, but that'd be a hard meeting for me to take as the manager or the head coach and uh, having a translator. I can't really be myself to to recruit this cat. Right, it's tough. So it it's a little interesting on how that how that would uh on how that would do it. If the if he comes to the Dodgers, man, them tickets are gonna go up so fucking high. I ain't gonna be able to know. I I probably gonna make it a one game. You have him, Mookie Betts. You know all the superstars going to go to the games now just because that's how they do. Anytime my big-time name goes somewhere, you know, Kim K, LeBron, everybody want to pull up and just be there, show their face, all the actors, Ryan Reynolds, all the – you know what I mean? They go, they want to be there. So, we'll see. I hope so, man. I mean, yeah, you know, just being in L.A., it just kind of brings that good energy when you got the stars, the, the biggest sports stars all in the same place. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Shout out to Scuba Feet, man, for $20. Appreciate Scuba Feet. Florida, Big Smitty, is truly becoming the Grand Theft Auto video game that we all grew up playing. Well, I didn't grow up yeah. playing it, but I saw it. Um, show this video, dog. Look who's back. Motherfucker naked, water in the... Look at this motherfucker. Look like he's straight out of a zombie movie. These motherfuckers... Rob, I mean, that look like Compton Gator walking into the Fox fucking... Like... Hey, the graphics so real. I didn't know which one was real, which one was the fucking... The game. These graphics is getting crazy. I, it was all real. Nah, one of them was, was the actual game. Where's the game? The game is on the uh, on the left. Nah, that's real. No, that's the game. Hell nah. Up top is the game. Hell nah. Yes, it, JB. No, for, on a serious note, they're all coming right, out with right. a new Grand. Yeah, 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 I hear you. They're coming out with a, a new Grand Theft Auto. So like the 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 trailer got leaked yesterday, and the one up top, the girl talking on the car, the shit looked like a real. Play it one more time. It looked like a real ass, but it's not. That's that's fake. Like it's crazy. Like watch this. Watch this girl. That girl twerking. That's fake. It looked real as hell, don't it? <laughs> right, right. Pause it. That is fake up top. <laughs> I thought you knew, yeah. Grand Theft Auto was back. Listen, I grew up playing Grand Theft Auto. You know, Vice City was a big one. But my favorite was San Andreas. That was in the hood. Shout out to CJ. You know what I mean? It was gang banging out there. It was based on West Coast culture. And I, would, man, I used to come on man, every day playing that. My uncle would come over and play, play the game while I go outside and play. Like San Andreas is legendary. And they haven't come over to Grand Theft Auto in years. So it's finally about to uh, come back. I, I might have to buy a fucking new system just to play the game. I ain't going to lie. Because I don't play the game no more. Only time I play the game is like if I go to my homie house, we chilling, and, and he and he just want to hop on 2K. I don't play a game. Like, I, the last system I got is a X, I got an Xbox One. It's here, but I don't like, I don't use it. I haven't. I didn't buy a new system, nothing like that. But I got fucking uh, Atari. I got, I got the first Nintendo where they got blowing a motherfucker. I got that one. I can't do Xbox. I'm a PlayStation guy. I was a PlayStation guy. I can't do the Xbox thing. I I can't go back. My dad died playing video games. My dad was like, you know what? 
I'm playing video game, and my mom played video games too. For it's real? like, oh yeah, they play video game like a motherfucker, man. They, it's crazy. My dad played the motherfuckers like crazy. It kept them alive. So That's fire. I don't know if I'm gonna play video game. I have no interest no more. Like my dad would play it. I, I just have no interest in trying to play that video game. And I would be shocked if when this new one comes out, there are gonna be so many videos of motherfuckers really trying to do what's on that game, and you're gonna have a bunch of drama. You know it's gonna happen. You know yeah, it's gonna happen. that's a shame. I just hate that, JB, because now as a creative of anything, a creator of games, creator of content, TV shows, movies, short film, music. You can't do anything that's deemed inappropriate or you will get criticized and blamed for when the shit happens in real life. And I just I, I just hate that. I, me personally, I could listen to rap music and, and, and listen to N.W.A., listen to 50 Cent, listen to Lil Wayne, listen to all these guys. And they can talk about fucking shooting somebody, beating up, you know, fighting somebody, drugs, whatever. And I could listen to it and like the sound of the music and the verses without me having any mindset of going outside and doing what they're talking about. So it's just hard for me to really be like, man, like to blame, to blame the creatives. I've just never been on that. You know what I'm saying? But I get that they influence people and it is what it is, man. So hey, hey it is what it is. It's crazy. You said that uh, Riley Gaines uh, topic coming up, but you see like 50 and uh, Freeway Rick got a uh, Rick Ross or whatever his name is. Not oh, the real, the real Rick Ross, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not excuse me. Yeah. The 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 rapper Rick Ross, yeah, yeah fake, one. <laughs> fake one. Um, they they got a beef going on, I guess, cause uh, cause uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Meek Mill. Nah, Diddy? the fucking dude that had that Breakfast Club guy or whatever. Charlemagne the God or Envy. He came out and said that Fifty is like a bio. What did he say he was a. I don't know. Use the word, man. That Fifty Cent is like the innovator, the greatest. Uh, he came out and said some shit. I forgot what term yeah. they used. But then Fifty came out talking shit, and then and I mean, uh, Rick came out talking yeah. shit, and they so they going back and forth. I don't know why they've been beefing. I have no idea about it. We still they, doing rap beef. They, they ain't been cool for a while. I don't know where it's still, still doing from. rap beef. We still got rap beef. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how serious it is. Like, so if you guys know, I'm a big 50 Cent fan. Like, diabolical. Outside of yeah, Freddie Mac said, Bi- diabol- he called him a diabolical figure in the bit in the rap game. Because 50, because 50, he not, he's like, he's a real one. He's not scared of nobody. Like, I think the shit, like, 50 used to really be in the streets for real. Like, that was his, you know, some rappers, they lie and they say 50 was really in the streets for real. And he just, if he believes something about, about you, he gonna say that shit. He been airing out Diddy shit for the last fucking fourteen days. Every single uh, accusation came out. He been clowning his ass on IG page, joking at him, going at him. Him and Ross, they, him and Ross have been uh, having some sort of like beef. I use beef lightly. I don't think it's, it's to the point where if they see each other in public, they about to have a fucking fight or a shootout. I just think they just don't like each other for whatever reason. So oftentimes, Fifty and Ross will, will kind of have these little moments where they go at each other a little bit. I know Ross and Meek Mill dropped a, a, a album or whatever like last week, and I guess they only sold like 30,000, 33,000 copies in a week, which I guess is low in, in, in their industry. So 50 was making fun about that, and Ross came back. So 50 going to talk about everybody. He don't give a fuck. If he, if he don't fuck with you, he don't fuck with you. And that's what it is, and he ain't going to back down. He ain't going to be scared. That's just what it is. So it's funny to me. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, the rap business. Who you like better? 
Man, so it's funny. Um, so it's it, it's two answers to that. Who do I like better? I like 50 better. I was a huge 57 fan as a kid. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I had a I had a fucking picture of 50 in my room. I was a big 50 like fan. Like when he first came out with Get Richard I Trying. To me, that's one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. I think it's in the conversation. I'm dead ass. When you play that, it just let it just let it play. It's nothing but bangers on there. But the thing that Rick Ross has against 50 is that is the longevity. Rick Ross has made good music for a longer stretch of time, but I don't think Ross has one singular project that can touch 50's project. So it's almost like 50 at his peak is better than Ross at his peak. But Ross has the longevity. You know what I mean? It's almost like the LeBron. He made so like, much money, bro. He, he fuck, fuck rapping. Right. Yeah. I mean, he making. Yeah, he's doing movies and fitties. He's on his last. He's calling it his fi- the final lap tour. He's been going to different countries and selling it out. Like people don't understand how big Fifty is. Like people want to talk about, oh, you only had two good albums and that was it. Say what you want. Those two good albums, motherfucker. The world loves it. So he goes. He's in fucking like. Afghanistan, like he's like everywhere, and they sold out crowd. So it's like, damn, man. So you know, shout out to Fifty. Yeah, I don't think he gives a fuck about rapping either. I'm glad yeah. he's calling out Diddy and all these fucks if they are indeed what they are. And he been he been calling out Diddy. He's been if you go back, there's old video of Fifty saying certain shit that now it, it makes sense. It's like, oh shit, he knew some that come up. They be knowing JV. They if you uh, in the industry, know. you be knowing. Only a few will come out though. Yeah, they be scared. People be scared of power and money. They be scared of that shit, man. So that's why I respect 50. Real quick, shout, shout out to Al. I know we showed this already. R1, L1, R1, X, left, down, right, up, left, down, right, up. That was the go-to cheat code in fucking San Andreas. I think when you did that, it like, um, it made all the cops go away, right? I'm trying to remember what that cheat code. I had a whole sheet of cheat codes on San Andreas, on Grand Nevada, where if you do these th- so that's the controller, the PlayStation controller, JB. R1, R2, L1, L2, left, down, right, up, left, down, right, up, XO, square, triangle, boom. And, what the and whatever fuck happens, happens. What are we talking about? See, look, we, we my generation, we so fucking dope, man. We smart. Like, we was on a video game coding, basically. Like, we was fucking doing everything. There you go. All weapons code. All ammo. Thank you. Shout out to Bones. Shout out to an uh, uh, anonymous knowledge seeker, man. You get all the guns, the knives, everything you need for war, baby. Yo. Yo. That look, that motherfucker look almost kind of like he looked like he could be Al-Qaeda. Nah, that's a brother, though, and he on my he side, too. He a little Hamas-ish. I want I'm this guy to He looks like he has the coach for the real fucking weapon. You know what I mean? Like, he could look like... I don't know if... if his name too, knowledge seeker and all that. If he got on an airplane right now, I get off. That's up. No, that's up, brother. Ain't no brother. We don't do that shit. You know we don't do that. That ain't even. That ain't even our mo. That ain't how. Ain't how we. Ain't how we operate. That don't. Don't, don't put I that. I don't on know us. he's a brother. That's my point. I don't it know he's is. It, I don't I'm know telling you. I'm a brother. I know. I, know I, I have an energy. We could. He next. don't have that, bro. He could be both. He's black. He got that face because, like, he don't fuck around. Like, he, he went through a lot of shit. He used to get bullied growing up, went through a lot of shit, and he had to turn to a certain space when he was young, and he beat somebody bad when he was, like, 17 years old, and it kind of changed him and how people view him. A lot of people are scared of him, but he's actually a good dude. Just don't fuck with him. 
If he rock with you, he rock with you. This is a good dude right here. Like, come on, bro. That's my brother. He got our yeah. back. I got your back. Whatever you need, bro. Believe when he was young. <laughs> See how Smitty threw that in at you, dog? Anonymous. He said you got bullied real slight. Real, he threw that in there. Yeah, on but you? no, but I'm saying like he was a good kid, like real big heart. Got bullied and turned to a fucking savage. He beat the fuck out of somebody and it like changed his mind and how people viewed him. They bagged back off of him. Now he's back, kind of even keel, where he's not crazy. He ain't super nice. But one little wrong thing could put him back in that spot. You know what I'm saying? I know that type of cat. Exactly. That's why I got off the fucking plane. He ain't blowing the, He ain't that crazy. He ain't gonna blow the plane. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, man. I know my brother, man. I do this yeah. shit. I yeah, do exactly. this shit. Look, play the race game. Black and white. We know her. Uh, Luke. Uh, Luke is actually white. Yeah, Luke. Uh, white name. Yeah, CJ Moses. Yeah, he, he a brother. He, he a little hood cat. Uh, no, no, I mean, he cool. He cool though. I fuck with him. He funny. He's funny dude in the in the group. Master Wu back at Master Wu. He 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 a racist Asian. Yeah. Um, uh, we got let's see, Rambo King. He he just he 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 thinks he's like Mike Tyson growing up. He wanted fucking. Was that MLK with a grill? Something I don't know. I think it was MLK with a grill. I mean, hey, Biz Pua said, said, said she had the cheat codes too, and her sister threw them away or erased them. I would have been hot. Cheat, like I used to be a. It's crazy. I was a gamer before gaming was a thing. Like when I was a kid, I used to stack up all ten of my games: Tony Hawk Skateboard, WWE SmackDown, fucking uh, uh James Bond, NBA Live 05. But like, I used to go through the whole thing again, and we would have real tournaments at home all day gaming. But it was before the streaming and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So people don't know that. Yeah. I, it's interesting. I, he said, Anonymous says, Mom and Daddy Black. I mean. I know. Why you got to wait for his? And I'm telling you what he is. I mean, I know he's black. I'm just telling you, he could go both sides. He could be the 9-11 cat or he could be the regular black cat. I mean, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> what you laughing at? What you laughing at, JV? <laughs> I didn't realize what I said. Oh, my God. I said he could have been a 9-11 cat. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> oh, hey, we be saying so much stuff so fast that I don't, sometimes I don't catch every single thing. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, man. You wild. God damn. Man. All right. Rodney Gaines is in the news. 23-year-old white girl from Kentucky. Swimmer extraordinaire. SEC champion. She's been an advocate for women's real women and real men to be real women and real men. And she destroys Democrat rep Summer Lee, who's a black lady, by the way. And I'm going to break her down. We're going to do a breakdown of these two. But show the clip, Bailey. In goal setting. In terms of mental health, studies show that participating in youth sports is associated with lower rates of anxiety and depression, lower amounts of stress, higher self-esteem and confidence. Women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And Ranking Member Lee, if my testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. She got. Thank you, uh, Ms. Gaines. I now recognize Ms. Perry for her opening statements. Good afternoon, Chairman McLean, Ranking Member Lee, and distinguished members of the subcommittee. 
My name is Sarah Parshall Perry. I am a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. As a former varsity athlete, the mother of a girls varsity athlete, and former senior counsel for civil rights at the Department of Education, I have, as the saying goes. Uh, Madam Chair, excuse me, I move to have uh, the gentlewoman's words taken down. The committee will suspend. Why you want him taken down, dog? Why she want him taken out? Why she want him stricken? They do a whole meeting, Big Smitty. This white people shit right here, though. They do they a the game. whole meeting. They playing the game, JB. Politics is crazy as hell. That's the real games right there. But let me go back to this bra right here. See, with lower rates of anxiety and depression. Peep her mouth, Big Smitty. Peep her mouth, her way she speaks. Peep it out, and then let's break her down. Depression, lower amounts of stress, higher self-esteem and confidence. Women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. Go ahead. You heard her talk. She walked into the barbershop. What you saying? First of all, let me say this. It's my first time seeing any of these women because y'all got y'all know I don't know nothing about the politics shit. So I don't. I ain't got no fucking horse in the race. But first impression of Summer Lee is. She didn't grow up the way I grew up, number one. Let me say that. She grew up a little different. Um, number two, I I want to hear more, but it's like what, she's trying to fight for the for the for the 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 T the, the TG community or whatever to participate in women's sports. And she's saying that the the these are she lists off the benefits of it, it, it reduce anxiety, reduce like like what? What? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, whatever side you on on that, whatever, that's your thing. But the whole participating in actual women's sports? Hell no. I'm sorry. Like, that's the side where I, I, I stand on. If I had – I got a little sister. She, she she ain't no athlete. But if I did and it, and it was one of them on there, and, like, I would not feel comfortable at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I got to disagree with Summer Lee on that. Um, but just breaking her down, JB, man. She got one of those large, big, like mouths. She probably, she probably grew up insecure. Like, um, mouth. Teeth probably was kind of messed up. Probably got bullied by black people. I'm gonna be honest with you, by her own people, and it kind of, kind of stirred her and put her in a different direction. Get y'all. She out to get y'all. Opposite. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so I don't know if I can trust her. She out to get y'all. People don't understand how your childhood can really affect how you act and how you position yourself when you become an adult. But the white girl, the white girl the swimmer, she played college athletics, probably a lot of sisters, brother. She actually for y'all. Right, right. They don't want to talk. See, cats be thinking about this. They play the race card the wrong way, though. See, they don't realize what athletes do. They're different. See, that's why athletes need to be a, play a role in politics. If athletes were more involved in politics, we'd be better players because they know the landscape of all the shit. We know how to massage all the shit. Yeah. Because when we play in sport, we don't really look at race like that. I mean, like, Hell yeah, no, we you notice care. it, but we, we just competing. We just playing, like, so Man, we, we, we don't separate care about it. We don't care about that shit. That's goat mouth. She, I don't I, like, God damn, mouth scare me. I wouldn't let her. Yeah. 
Actually, it might be good that while you playing. Uh, she she covered the whole it. surface of your fucking shit. Bite your shit off. She can put. She can. She can grab your fucking spine and pull it through your fucking low back, like with that you, mouth. You, you, what? What did you say? You what? You want me to do what? That bitch's mouth. You see that shit? I'll fuck you up. Stop, Jamie. Hey, did you see her ass looking like Patrick Mahomes, like a motherfucker? She had Patrick Mahomes' mouth, homie. She, hey, you what? You like, you don't want boys to race girls in swimming? I do. I want boys to race girls in swimming. JB wild as hell. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that bitch mouth is big as a fucking block truck, homie. God damn, I can never trust a motherfucker with a list, with an overbite, and a big ass jaw. Shit. <laughs> I can't fuck with it. I can't fuck with it. Can't fuck with it. Disrespectful ass little boys, Big Smitty. Mm. Very similar to the Ravens fan base, the Chiefs queendom. All these do all these new deals. Um, this is a recruiting uh, school. Billy Napier, head coach of Florida, goes to recruit a school. Take a listen. If LSU dropped fifty on you, <laughs> a smile. If LSU dropped fifty on you, <laughs> you see how I caught him a little at the end. Like that really mean like. Chill, motherfucker, but I can't really do it because you got me on camera. But just know off camera, I would have fucking, I would have grabbed you for real. I, that, that, anytime somebody grab your head and push you a little forward, even if it's real slight, they just trying to sun you. They trying to let you know, hey, motherfucker, like, yeah, <laughs> jokes now, but turn that camera off, it would have been a little different situation. So, you know, motherfuckers always want to go viral. Like, listen, JB, we talk about this all the time, JB. People will do whatever to go viral. They want to do what? Ever to go viral, whatever they gotta do, any opportunity they got to make somebody who's actually popular, who's actually good at what they do, look bad or look a certain type of way, they will do it from kids all the way up to adults and, and everybody else. Whatever they gotta do to just go viral. Social media is the king, it's the queen, it's the leader, it's everything. And people will do whatever they can to get popular on social media. So someone's opinion of them that they don't even know matters more than anybody else and that's what they're trying to do man so you know i i thought i'm glad he didn't say nothing he didn't say nothing like i thought it could be worse you know what i'm saying these kids nowadays they i just seen all types of shit you see you see ti son acting crazy so it could have been worse but it's like bro like come on now you know what i'm saying like, like what are we doing the issue is man these kids that back in the day at least i don't care if you had a phone or not hey i have some respect for the adult in the room that's just how i I was raised how others were raised. These kids clearly weren't raised. And it's not a white thing, black thing. It ain't color thing. It's every kid. This is the kid. This is the kid. He's a white kid, by the way. Mm. And these are the kids. This is who we see out there. These are the kids yeah. we see every day out there. They're looking for some fucking way to be famous when they really are slapping every grown person in the face that has paved the way for your ass to even have the phone. That's why you want to have a phone in my house, motherfucker, you buy it. You pay for mm. it. That's what mm. I wish parents would do, but they don't. 
And JB, real quick before we move on, can you read this and tell me like what, what what's wrong with this with this uh statement? Cowboys and Niners in the Super Bowl. I know football before Smitty was Braun. So can you tell me the first thing that's wrong with this that stands out? Two NFC teams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Thank you. Number well, one. Not, that's not even, that's just a regular thing, but I'm just tripping on this whole thing. Keep this up for a minute. Let me. <laughs> Cowboys and. Right. So like, and. Like, like, yeah, like, and like. Well, that means he's supposed to mean and. With a D. Right, right. He's speaking. I don't know if you know the difference, Kraus cast, but Cowboys and Niners in a Super Bowl. I know football. Stop I mean, Start with this. Start with there. I know ace, football. Ace, space bar after the yeah, space bar after the eye, before the eye. And I also, I think he's talking like, I feel like it should be I like I've known football. Like, 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 like it's an ongoing thing. Like, no, say, it I, should say, I know more football than Smitty. And I've known more football since. Yeah, no, it should say I've not like in this sense. It should say I've known football before Smitty was born. Like it say I know football. That just sound kind of like elementary. What, it, what is the kid? What is the kid? He's a kid, obviously. No, probably no daddy. He's never, never. He don't <laughs> listen in school. He don't listen in class at all. He he's on the phone all day long, and this is how he texts everything. He texts everything, and. He got headphones and he got AirPods in right now in class. Oh yeah, he's horrible. He's he looks like a fat Asian kid, but is he? Uh, no, I think he's Mexican. He Mexican or is he black? He could be light skinned black, brother. Yeah. Do you think you think he's a bully right now? Like, cause he's so big and he think he's trying to like bully other kids. Nah, I think he's the kid that gets bullied, dog. Ah. Uh. Because he, he's fat, he fat. He like he got the fat head, and I don't know if he's poly or not. Um, he's eighteen in college. He said, "Oh, there he goes. He smoked, He did a lot better there." Okay, improvement. I like that. I'm trolling y'all. I love the show, man. I'm eighteen in college. We'll go to your fucking but, but first period from taking this ass whooping. Yeah. So, take this ass whooping now, Kraus Cast. You're like a fat Power Ranger. You're a fat. Fake ass ninja, and you walking around with karats on. Big Smith, you don't know what karats are. And he walking around with karats on, and he is getting his fat ass hit with soap bottles. They hit him with soap with the bat, you know, fucking full metal jacket style. Fucking hit that motherfucker with the towel of soap. Like, get your fat ass up. You my fat boy, ass. Boy, look like a thumb, don't he? Motherfucker look like a fat ass ninja. Beverly <laughs> um, Hills ninja, look at that. <laughs> shout out to Kraus Cast, man. That's Much my love. Guy, Kraus Cast, yeah. Kraus all Kraus love. Cast, you Kraus Cast. Travis Hunter, all Pac 12 first team honors. Uh, Heisman winner next season. I'm calling it right now. Heisman winner next season. He don't even finish the season next the year. The Buffs are back. He won't even finish the season. <laughs> Um, so I got a phone call, and I'm not going to put anything out there, but I got a phone call. Who called you, Jason? Can't tell you that. Uh, I got a phone call, but here's the thing, though. One of my good friends, best friends in the world, by the way, is was at, he's a Colorado legend, Coach Hagan. You know that. Darren Hagan, legend. And 
He's left Colorado. And I'm going to just tell you right now, like, this is somebody that's been at Colorado for 35 years as a player, as a coach, as a legendary staple of that place. Mm. And listen, I haven't talked to him. I'm not going to say I've talked to him about anything. All I'm going to say is this. For that guy who presidents have said stays, regardless of the coach, he's gone through eight coaching changes. For that guy to get up and leave, I just want y'all to think about that. Let that sink in. Why would you? Why would a guy that's embedded into that place as a lo, as legendary lore leave? Mm. Do you it's think he just up and left, or do you think it was Dion played a role like trying like? I don't know, but I'm glad for like, him. I don't he's coaching back. but on some mutual type shit. Hey, like. he's coaching running backs. He's out here by my house right now recruiting the IE Inland Empire for San Diego State. So shout out to my main man getting a job. He is now coaching in San Diego State, and I love it. I love to see him back on the field because he wasn't on the field. That's huge, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, really, all we all we can do is guess, give our opinions. Next year is gonna tell a lot for me. It's gonna tell a lot for me. Again, I need I really I need to see true improvement from Colorado. I need to see eight wins, seven, eight wins. I need probably eight. Probably I, I need to see an eight and four record at least for me to be like, okay, you know did what? You, I believe in this process. Kids, did you see the kids Whitlock interview? Did you hear see that shit? I ain't seen. I'm glad you remind me. I, I ain't I ain't get a chance to watch it yesterday. I went to this event. I I couldn't even see it. Like he's saying, the kids like had like. Like there's like an entry room. Like I've heard all kind of crazy shit, dog. I've heard a lot of shit, man. I'm just entry I've been room, hearing man. I've been hearing a lot of shit, dog. It's 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 very disheartening to hear the shit I've heard from some very 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 reliable sources. Let me just tell you, uh, won't get into it though because I'm not gonna put people's business out there. But uh, it ain't good. Um, the college football playoff was stolen from Florida State. Breaking news release last night of an email release. It says right here, Breaking ESPN has released new details of what went down in the college football playoff committee room the night that Florida State's playoff bid was stolen, like the Grinch stole Christmas. Executive Director Bill Hancock explained that to vote, each committee member cast votes individually on a laptop. Hancock is in sole charge of tallying up the votes, and he's chosen to keep all individual votes ballots private. In the event of a close voter tie, committee members will debate amongst themselves in order to determine which team should be higher. Here's what happens when it got weird. NC State AD Boo Corrigan, the committee voted six to eight times on number four on Saturday night. At this point, the committee had narrowed down number four to either Alabama or Florida State, but no official decision was made, and the committee members went to bed. Later, they woke up the next morning. They had another meeting, and the meeting literally lasted 10 seconds when the committee chair stood up and said, Alabama, you're in. So... Mm. I don't know. Who knows? I don't get it. We saw Kirk Herbstreit going under a lot of heat lately. He had the four helmets behind him before they announced it, and then they they rewound his interview from the week before, and he had a Florida State helmet there. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think that Herbstreit and them know. Like, I don't know if they actually – 
get information. Or did he know, like, because the interview that we're talking about or the day, the, the visual that we're talking about, um, he was like, that, that was the day that the results came out. Like, maybe he knew prior to him doing the TV thing that with the 14s were. I don't know. I, I don't know how that shit works. So, like, maybe they told him in house, hey, these are the 14s. Don't say nothing yet. We're going to announce it here about about 30 minutes. And he just had, and he just, you know, had it already set up. I don't know. Shit is crazy to me. You know, I, regardless, I think they got it right, if I'm being honest. Um, but I get it. You know, Florida State deserved to be in there. So I definitely understand. <laughs> Yeah, um, I did hit Matt up yesterday, and uh, so I got to talk to Matt though about some things that I've learned. Um, but it's crazy. Mm. Derek Carr says, Derek Carr, the brother, I mean, not Derek Carr, David Carr, David Carr, the brother of Derek Carr, has come out and kind of took some heat in social media. I'm glad that he took some off of my shoulders from last night going viral for the Ravens, flock, flock, fucks. So David Carr's come out and said Jalen Hurts should sit, Big Smitty, for Mariota. <laughs> now, I think it's wild To M. Rob's point, is Jalen is 100% and he is that dynamic weapon in the run game because that creates your offense on the outside and your one-on-ones. Clearly, Jalen isn't comfortable reading through a defense in a drop-back pass scenario. Some would say he's not even good at it. And I think that when you look at this team, you have to have a serious conversation if you're Philly. And you have to really say, is it better for us to play Marcus Mariota right now and let Jalen get really? fully healthy? Ooh. Because I would argue that it does not matter if you're the number one seed. Because if the 49ers come into Philly again, <laughs> they do not care. <laughs> they do not care. If raining in Philly doesn't matter. But, but Irrelevant. You're the coach. You're Nick Sirianni. You go up to Jalen Hurts. He's oh, like, I'm dude, you, I, I, that's going to be a play, crazy coach. conversation. I can play. How are you going to tell me after I just got paid, we do all of this stuff, I'm in the MVP running. We just had a board up there oh, reading his MVP odds, and now you're going to tell me, telling me to sit. Big picture, brother. Like, that's <laughs> you have to do Like, if you're Nick Sirianni, this is the type of decision and conversation you have to have if you have a big picture mentality. And I think you can have. What'd you think? I take a lot of hot takes. You know that. People think I'm crazy when I say shit. Um, let's be let's be clear. Let's not let's not use it as clickbait. Let's not use it as trigger words. He did say, if Hertz is not fully healthy, play Mariota until he is fully healthy. So he didn't say, sit Jalen Hurts. He's shitty and replace him with Mariota. Let's just be clear. But that's what the clip will show, and that's why social media is probably at his head. He's probably doing what I do and defending what we're saying. Now, the guy just won him a game versus Buffalo. He he clearly didn't look good against the Niners, but either have a lot of quarterbacks. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback anyway. I've already been saying that. But I do think he's – Mariota was not very good at all in the NFL, so let's just be honest. Um Jalen's good, man. Jalen's good. If he's he healthy, healthy play. Is he hurt? If he's I don't hurt, know. I play. He's hurt. If he's injured, he's yeah, take him out. But if everybody's hurt. It's week, We're going to week 14. Everybody in the NFL is hurt right now. So, at the end of the day, play if you're hurt. If you're injured, of course sit out. Like that's To me, it's an obvious response, an obvious answer, an obvious statement. So, I don't even know. Hey, listen. Mariota has been bad in, in pro football. Let be honest. He's been very, very bad. Um, 
I would argue that uh, Hurt Jalen Hurts is still better <laughs> than Mariota, and I and I'm not even a Jalen Hurts high on Jalen Hurts. I mean, I think he's gotten better, but I said this year before the season, listen, that's how good that team is. That's why I like Sirianni a lot more than a lot of people because he just continues to win, and Jalen Hurts is not like he's putting up. 5,000 yard numbers with 50 yards, 50 touchdown passes. Like this guy is running a system again, another system that fits his doing. And he, they're winning football game with a great old line, a run game and a defense. Now the Niners may just be that much better when they, when they're fully healthy and we will see, we'll see. Cause they'll probably meet again. So we'll see, but who knows? We'll, we'll, who knows? We'll see what's up. One thing uh, I know we will see and we need, need to see is a thousand likes at the end of this show, man. So make sure I hit that like button, get that popping, get that going. Hey, and, but uh, we'll finish yeah. the show real quick. Uh, speaking of Derek Carr, somebody on this show has been a very, very called Derek Carr a bust for a long time. And I've been telling y'all he walks by faith. But sure don't walk by sight because mm. he is good as a motherfucker in that pocket. And I've been saying it for three years. Ex-teammate Bruce Irvin's come out and said, Carr gets rattled when defenders get near him. I played with him in Oakland. Blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is, I've been saying this for three years. So I'm glad that somebody tagged me in that that's listened to me and, and understands that. And they realize that JB has been saying this about quarterback for a long time. Derek Carr is unbelievably bad. And my point is, Smitty, I'm not coaching. But why do I call out all this shit that later comes to be true? And NFL GMs and coaches can't figure it out and see that this guy's not worth Nowhere close to fucking the money that he's getting. Anytime you do that to that dude, he is done. He looks at the line. He doesn't keep his eyes downfield on the coverage. He's always looking at the rush. You can see him, how ginger he is in the pocket. He's been this way forever. Stop walking by faith and saying you're a man of Christ and you walk by faith. You don't. Because if you did, you would have brass balls and you'd sit in there. Every real Christian, God-fearing man I know, Big Smitty, that's played this game like Reggie White and, and the guys that were real, real Christian-based, faith-based that used to hold the huddles in prayer after games, before games, those type of guys were fucking nutcrackers and straight-up assholes on the field. Mm -hmm. Because they knew, God will forgive me. <laughs> When I go kill you, the quarterback. And you got to flip it on the other side. Like, have some nuts, man. You're a God-fearing dude, but yet you're scared in the pocket with pads on? Look, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get bruised. You're going to get injured. Dick, girls dig scars, bro. I loved getting hit and throwing a touchdown. It was the biggest dick-measuring contest there was in life. This is an egotistical driven sport. Quarterbacks are the most egotistical guys on the planet Earth. You should drop your nuts and show them. 
You're getting the money worth. You're getting the money for it, but yet you continue to be this guy. I don't understand why we're still anointing this guy. Anyone that feel, still thinks he's good is a fucking joke. And no, but what do I know? And I remember coming on this show this year, like Derek Carr's gonna prove you wrong, Coach JB. Okay. No, he's not. You know, I don't think nobody's anointing him no more. I think before the season, we did think that he would be the best quarterback in that division because we just looked I at it, it like I didn't. I didn't. Well, we looked at it from what was it? Baker, Bryce, him, and then it was uh, who am I missing? Remember, I said I said it was gonna be fucking Ritter. No, I said it was gonna be fucking what's the name that replaced Ritter? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So no, I mean, yeah. So like, I mean, I, I did think that I thought he was gonna be the best quarterback in that division. He hasn't been. Um, I think he's washed. Um, but at his best, Dick, like Derek Carr was a good quarterback, though. Like he wasn't great. He wasn't, he was he was a good mid-level, you know, Dak Prescott-ish type quarterback. I think he was a couple Pro Bowls. So, like, you know, he was a solid quarterback at his peak. I just think he's past his peak and past his prom. And I don't think nobody's anointing him anymore. But I also want to make this statement too, though, before we go. Like, most quarterbacks get rattled when you're applying pressure. That just is what it is. I mean, I've seen Super Bowls of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. I see my guy pay when when guys are, are 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 getting out of the quarterback and you're getting hit a lot. Yeah, you're gonna be a little fucking worried about the next pressure and you're gonna you're gonna look down a little bit. Now there's certain quarterbacks that perform better in those moments. Don't get me wrong, but a great pass rush and and guys getting pressure is the is the kryptonite to to quarterback play. I don't care who you are. You know what I'm saying? So, I would love I would love to see Brady get rattled. Right, man. Any, listen, those Giants teams that beat him in the Super Bowl, why did, was, why did they win those games? Why did they win those games? The defense of the line, straight-handed those boys, and Justin Tuck, and OCU Minora, those boys get after his ass. Just because you get to me, but just because you get to me don't mean he's rattled. Rattled means what Derek Carr does, bruh. Quick feed in the pocket, looking around. You ain't never seen Tom Brady look rattled. Show me when he looks rattled. Listen, bro. I see all Mahomes look rattled. I see Mahomes look fucking rattled. I see a lot of these guys. I didn't see Troy Aikman look rattled. I didn't see Steve Young look rattled. I didn't see Joe Montana look rattled. I didn't see Dan Marino, John Elway. I didn't see any of those guys look rattled. I'm gonna say this, man. I I can't I can't argue about Marino or nobody like that. God damn! Can Mahomes do that? Yeah, he can do that. Stop. In the Super Bowl, yes. Come on. I, like that's my thing. I'm not even like, I don't really want to defend Mahomes. That's not even that's not what I even care about. But like, yes, he can make that throw. He's made that throw. Like, come no, on. Like, I, I, I've seen Mahomes getting sacked before his knees touch the ground. Fucking throw a bullet, accurate bullet to a fucking receiver. Like that, like, like that. Let, let's stop on that side. Like that, 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 that let's keep it. This the realest show on the earth. That means we got to keep it real. That don't mean we got to keep it. No, we keep it honest. We keep it true. Yes, he can make that throw. Don't don't do that. My point in being in Brady, I'm not comparing Brady to Carr by no means. I'm that just man. saying any quarterback when you bring in on pressure, you bring in crazy pressure on the ass all throughout the fucking game, it's gonna fuck him up a little bit. And I've seen Brady in two Super Bowls against the Giants specifically because those are the ones that come to mind where he did not perform that great. Uh, um, especially the year when he had Randy Moss. You had one of the greatest offenses of all time. They put up 30, 40 points every fucking week. You get to the Super Bowl, you get shut down. That's a fact. So you maybe you think he didn't get rattled. He got something. <laughs> he got something. Why didn't they score points? He got something. So let's keep it real with everything. Pound that like button, man. Come follow me on Instagram at Darnell underscore Smith 95. Follow JB. 
You'll be back tomorrow, man. T Rich Thursdays, man. Steve Kim gonna be back. I'm gonna be back. JB gonna be back. And who knows? We might get a special guest. <laughs> who knows? What you saying? Yeah. What you saying? Uh, I'm saying what no quarterback in the league can do that right now. So Jeez. that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna be real with you too, JB. I never comment on it, and this is another discussion. And I, I would need an old head to be on here. I didn't grow up watching Troy Eggman, right? I didn't grow up watching Marino, so I'm not. So I'm not. So I'm admitting that. So I'm not the right person to like really go at him. But I do talk to a lot of fucking guys in the NFL who are older than me who grew up watching Troy Eggman. And I feel like it's a split where there's people like you who say he's one of the greatest the all-time, greatest talent all-time, this, that, and the third. Woo, woo. But I'm going to be real. There's a lot of guys, and I'm not going to say no names, but a lot of NFL guys, validated guys who know the game, who grew up watching the game during that time, who say Eggman was not like that. And they say it's that team he had fucking around him that was loaded. The old line, the greatest rusher of all time, Emmitt Smith, the receiver. I'm, I, I'm not saying it. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not. I can't say no name, but I, trust me. I know you can't, but I'm going to say. I bet you there are cats that are on your set every day saying that. By the I, way, I'm not, saying, talk, I'm not saying none of that. I, I know you're not. I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You know what? They're full of shit. You know why? Because they didn't see Aikman play either, homie. Just because they played in the league don't mean you got to see Troy Aikman. You're too young. Well, you they're don't know who I'm talking about, though. So, and hey, I know, you know who yeah. said it. I know who said it, and I know who's telling you that, and they're too young, homie. Let's keep it real. They don't I know think you think it's somebody that is not. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that right they now. The don't person, know it. They the don't person know who, who you think it is is not that person. I'm telling you that right, right now. They don't know who Aikman was. I'm just telling you right now. I'm just saying that wasn't the first person, though. You know what I mean? You didn't put this on right here. You look at the numbers. You look at the numbers, too. Numbers look. don't mean nothing, dog. You it do mean something in the quarterback position. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, it do not mean when something. you're in that area, in that offense, when you could get hit in the quarterback, you get hit in the mouth, and the wideout could get pressed at the line of scrimmage and get hit five yards down the field. Come on. Hold on, but hold on. Pay, pay Manny could get hit when doing his air, and his stats are phenomenal. Brady could get hit for the first fucking half of his air. His numbers are phenomenal. Brett Farsky, like, like we can't hold on, hold on, hold on. My boys could get hit now. My boys could get hit. Listen, I'm going to say this, Debbie, and I'm done. Years, though? Troy Eggman had 165 passing touchdowns in his career and had 141 picks. Can you talk about the years? Eli Manning is, Can you show the years, longevity? Pull it up. 165 to 141, JB. It's not that great. And you show the years. <laughs> hell of a throw. That's a hell of a throw. And I can find a lot of those from every quarterback in the league right now. No, you can find, can't. No, you can't. I can find Justin Fields no, plays where he threw a few bombs that were accurate. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. You don't even know. You don't even understand what he's doing right there. They're in 21 personnel, bro. They're not in 10 personnel spread out running fucking RPO. Like, you don't get it. The game is totally different. No, no quarterback could do this right now. I'm telling you. You tell me Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, even Justin Herbert cannot make that throw. Come on, JB, for real. Like, no, like, no, like, remove the remove the goggles. Remove it's, the old head goggles. Remove the, the, goggles, the, the nostalgia. Come on, bro. 
for the Bayside wearing cat in here. I keep it real. You are pro no, goggles. You are biased when it comes you. to the old heads. You 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 I'll are you. you wear goggles when it comes to the old players and the I'll old times. Tell time. you if, if Aikman was garbage, I would tell you. Why would I not tell you? Like that doesn't make sense. No, no, I, I'm not arguing that. I, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I'm not. I don't think he's garbage. I, no, I, 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 I don't know. Why would I know? I'm saying this though. You're lying when you say quarterbacks now can't make that throw. That's a lie. Hold that's on. No, lie. it's not a lie. You're arguing with someone that's lived in both eras. Again, you just started the statement by saying you can't comment because you didn't see it. So I you can't. didn't see the guys commenting, bro. Yes. Yeah. Hold on. Come out. Somebody like that. Listen, you're not listening to me, JB. I said I can't comment on Aikman and, what, and how great he was. I can't. Exactly. Hold on. But I can't comment on today's quarterback, and I'm telling you exactly. that these quarterbacks can make that throw. It's That's a lie to say Mahomes can't make can. that throw. But I'm, again, you're not listening. I'm telling you they can't. And why would I lie? I've seen them both. <laughs> Like, hey, that's man, what I'm yeah. saying. Mom, I might have you pull up the fucking footage of Mahomes cat- and Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford. Come on, bro. You crazy. Come on, bro. Aaron Rodgers can't make that throw. Matthew Stafford can't make that throw. <laughs> See, these cats, these cats only listen to the same. They only listen to young cats, dog, and they have never seen it. That's what's crazy. That's what's kind of looting, convoluting this, the, this, the country. We got guys that only see one side, not both sides. I'll tell you both sides. I've been, hey, dog, shit. Aaron Rodgers can spin it with anybody. Hell yeah, he can. So could Brett Favre. So all day long. But you're not listening to the whole thing. He's in 21 personnel turning his back to the defense, running play pass, ISO protection, and then finding the safety and throwing the ball 60 on a dot in an era where you could be hit in the mouth. It is completely different, brother. In the gun, Big Smitty, and my face never turns to the defense. My back never turns to the defense. But what do I know? I don't know shit. I'm just a liar, bro. I'm just a liar. I don't know anything. I'm fucking horrible. 21 personnel, fucking play action in his own end zone, pump fake, nuts and guts. I mean, that He's ball got wide the, the fuck fast. open, JB. Jason Brown. No, play that one more time, Bailey. Jason Brown. Stop. Hold on. No, stop. Hold on. Stop. Play this. Play it, Bailey. First of all, look at the protection. He has one of the best O-lines of fucking all time. We can, that's a fact. That's not even an argument. Watch this shit. He ain't getting touched. He can make a fucking ham and cheese sandwich, number one. Number two, the wideout is wide the fuck open. Jason Brown can make that fucking throw. Was it a deep ball? Yes. Was it accurate? Yes. It better be accurate. You're what? You, he ain't getting touched, JB. There's no pressure in his face. The guy's wide open. Stop, man. Stop. You tell me Mahomes can't make that throw and Burrow can't make that throw in that same situation. You got, you got a clock? You got a play? You got a, you got a stopwatch? Do you have a stopwatch? Do I have one right now? Yeah, I got to coach young cats up because they don't. You need to take this back to your set today and show all the motherfuckers that I taught you something new. Go get me a stop. Somebody get a stopwatch. Put this on a clock. I want you to take a stopwatch from the time he cocks back and throws this ball. I want This is how you recruit, by the way. Let's see a stopwatch on the time from right. I'm going to pause it. I want a stopwatch on the ball from right there. I want a stopwatch on that ball to where it hits him in the chest. 60 yards downfield. 
Show me. I want to. Ta- I wanted you to clock that motherfucker, and then I want you to go clock the same ball by anyone in the NFL right now and tell me the difference. Okay, I'll find it. I bet you. I bet you there ain't a motherfucker in the league that can do it. I've seen them both in person. I've seen them all in person. Show me. Show me. I want to see it. I'll find it. But no, you don't, because you guys don't listen. I'm a liar. I just tell anything out my ass. I don't know football. Like, it's fucking unbelievable. You guys never even saw these guys play, and you're acting like these guys are. Go show me a guy to do that right now. I want to see it. I want to see a guy that can't get hit do that right there. I want you to clock that ball, too. Clock that motherfucker, too. I want you to show me that there's a guy doing this right now. You know what there they're doing? Be. They be running around in the fucking backfield doing circles and shit. Barely. I know, I know this is the Coach JB show, so he's the lead host. But I am the co-host. And I know for a fact you can find some fucking Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen Tate. I don't, we don't do it today. We do it. Mute. Big Smitty's muted. He's done. Big Smitty's hot right now. Hey. Hey. I know hey Bailey's 21 years old. He's gonna come tomorrow with all kind of fucking Mahomes shit. But I guarantee you, you ain't gonna clock that ball. Clock that ball. I want you to clock that shit and show Please me. Clock it. Josh Allen got some crazy. Hey Bailey, you gotta raise Josh today. Allen. Bailey, you gotta raise today. I appreciate the shit out of you. Big Smitty's hot right now. He's I'm mad get my right own now. Answer. I'm gonna get my own production producer just for me, for all my shit. You keep Bailey. I'm about to go get somebody for myself. They, so anybody in the chat who want to work, who want to grind, who believe in the show, who want to be my, my lead producer, hit me up on Instagram. Send me a DM. I'm going to bring you on. You're going to be my producer. Fucking Bailey. He's a trader. He's with JB. And I'm, I'm going to have y'all jump on. And we're going to do it that way. Hey, we're going to have a shit show. Like, your guy be popping up my home. Bailey going to pop up fucking what's his name? You know what's crazy, JB? When you hopped off earlier, my boy Bailey said, "Hey, I got some, I got some AR5 highlights for you." I said, "Bet, cool." The first fucking play he shows, AR is getting sacked. I said, "Ain't that some shit?" <laughs> Hell yeah, Bailey! You been saying shots to me all fucking so fucking, long. So you're climbing up, Bailey. You're climbing up the fucking the pole quick. I'm telling you right now. Uh, <laughs> Out the Bailey, man. Been a great show. Hey, pound the like button. Smitty, we got a meeting day. Big meeting. Everybody pound. If we get a thousand meeting, a thousand likes, we might get this big deal. And then we might get a studio or something. So if anybody can pound the like, we get a thousand likes. We might be able to get this deal done. Without the deal, we may not get the deal. We'll be here tomorrow. So this is the most important meeting of our lives, y'all. T's and P's. We we got we have to get that. Like literally, if we don't get a thousand likes, the 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 the, the meeting we got, they're not even gonna fuck with us, basically. It's a moot point. It's like a waste of time. So, like they told you, you have to get at least a thousand on today's episode. So, we'll see, man. Shout out to but Quentin Moore, you uh, Dub tight end. Shout out to Quentin for coming on the show. Much love to him. Reshare all those tweets and Instagram posts, stories, etc. Facebook, TikTok, IG, whatever. All those other ones, Snapchat, Snapchat, Chap Snap, whatever that is. Put it on whatever MySpace. Everything, share it. Uh, the lender, amender, the one you swipe, put it on that. All that shit, do it for us. Much love. Let's get it cracking. It's Work Boot Wednesday. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not. We need new members in here. We need new subscribers. We got a Discord. Patreon's popping. We got a lot of video on Patreon. I'm going to be putting new shit up there in the spring on Patreon. So all you members, stay members. Uh, there'll be some new shit up. Plus, we got the last eight episodes of Last Chance True being produced. 
So we'll get to that as well. Become a member of Patreon right now today. If not, Big Smitty, we'll see you. Uh, I'll see you in a minute. Uh, well, we'll stay tuned. We'll talk after this. Pound that like button. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. We switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missed, and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JB.